Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. You know what pisses me off? What? It's the fact that I've been doing this for longer than you, and yet no one asked me to do any of the fucking intros. Well, then why don't you have a go? Okay, actually, yeah, good point. Okay, why not? <clears throat> hey, this is Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings. Listener discretion is advised because you're listening to The Rimmins Lob Show. And that's why they ask me. Why? Because it's the Robin Slim Show. What did I say? The Rim and Slob Show. Oh, fuck. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. It doesn't feel good on your asshole. Slim. I'm gonna rip your head off and fuck your neck hole. <laughs> and Slamborghini. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah, yeah. Internet radio's finest. Yeah.
He's known as the Slamborghini. That's right. He breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Let's go while we're young. Let's go. Let's go, <clears throat> fuckers. I got a problem. I have a huge fucking problem. All right, what's your problem? I ran the poll on Twitter, your favorite Robin Slim Show bits. <clears throat> it was Ryder Reacts, Bedtime Stories of Sleepy Lucas, The Driz Sings, yeah. and Too Many Rapes. <laughs> and... Well, what would we pick? I, I think Too Many Rapes. I, I, I like Too Many Rapes. I'm kind of saying Too Many Rapes or Ryder Reacts, like, but yeah, probably vote for Too Many Rapes. There's some really good Ryder Reacts, though. Yeah. There are, yeah. Those are all both of them are great, picks. but yeah, the Drizz is amazing. Yeah. And the stories are great, because uh, I write them. <laughs> yeah, I do like the sweet and, and he's a great <laughs> Well, you like him not because Rob wrote him, you just <laughs> like him. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're waving. Anybody comes in, nobody else even acknowledges him. You're like, hey, buddy. It's his voice that just puts me oh. asleep at night. You know? oh, it's, so, it's soothing. It's soothing. The Driz. Yeah. Which I have no problem with winning, but tied Sleepy Lucas. Yo, what the fuck is that, man? So tonight we're going to have a fucking rap battle yeah. extraordinaire. And here he is. We, we might be able Yo, to you motherfucker, you fucking tied me? Who so, the fuck do you think you are? First of all, <laughs> since you two tied for first. Yeah. That automatically makes Ryder second. Automatically, like it shows you two as like one and two or whatever, you know. But uh, it shows her as third. But I'm saying she's second. She's yeah, second. no, absolutely. Yeah, and no way is that beating her. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you guys are tied for first right now. And for some reason, I guess he wanted to keep them safe. He gave me his lyrics in an envelope, so he's, I mean, he's... Yo, this motherfucker wrote lyrics? Preparing, what a bro. fucking loser, he's man. He's writing diss tracks to probably himself. For Yo, I'm like, just gonna fucking freestyle that shit. Yeah, like a man. Yeah. Like a man. And yeah. he's scared. He's gonna raise the bathroom. He's pissing. He made him piss oh. himself. Yeah, yeah. And you can marry. Are you an ordained prisoner? <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. An ordained minister. I'm an ordained. Prison. Oh, you are prisoner you minister. Can you marry somebody that. like not by their choice? Can you marry Slim and Lucas? Like, yeah, I could do that. Okay. Oh, you could. You you could do it. Even though, like, I say no, you can still do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Lamborghini. You yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I force you to. I knock your skulls together. Um, <laughs> you knock also, your skulls together. Yeah, like I'm thinking, like when I'm ready to propose to my special lady, like I want, uh, I want a Slambo. <laughs> I want a I'll show wedding. I want Slambo to marry. Us. I'll do it. And I want the Driz to sing yeah. 99 Problems But a Bitch Ain't One. <laughs> in, in the backyard here, and we broadcast. We're gonna it. do it. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. What is Sleepy Lucas gonna do at your He's wedding? He's gonna, like, give the toast. Oh, uh, okay. Because it, it's gonna be a bedtime story about himself <laughs> getting raped and murdered. <laughs> so what else does he do? He's a real one trick pony. <laughs> but he reads it so good. <laughs> All right. So when are, you, when are you marrying these two gentlemen, these two ladies? Well, we have to get through, we got to Did get Did you go through, like, training and stuff? What like, do you, you say? Like, yeah, I, man, I trained myself. You oh, just, you trained yourself? Yeah. Like, you got a pamphlet? Oh, I thought you yeah. had a fucking, you, you had, like, a license or something to do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Show me. 
I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I gotta print it out. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta print it out. I do, I gotta yeah. print it out. You but haven't even it. got around to printing it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited about it that he had to just interrupt a writer's react that he hasn't even fucking printed it out yet. Uh, I got the new writer reacts. This is amazing. You should listen to that. Yeah. That's really fucking great. Where's, uh, where's my show bits folder? Here we go. Writer reacts. No interrupting with wedding stories. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh. No more wins. Today. Now it's time for Writer Reacts to Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Hi there. It's Writer. This is a writer reacts. Everybody's third favorite bit on the Robin Slim show. Number two. This so, <laughs> is number let's two. Let's get to it. Totes number two. Tonight's word from UrbanDictionary.com is marshmallowing. <laughs> marshmallowing. Flavo knows what that is. Is a verb spelled M A R S H M A L L O W I N G. Marshmallowing. <laughs> Our first definition for the word marshmallow sounds delicious. Gotta be bad. <laughs> when you cannot get an erection, but shove your cock inside the vagina or anus anyway, so that you can have sex. I picture this that's the only all way you guys my, have had that's sex. My, that's all my sexual experience. I was just gonna say, like yeah. you two, definitely. That's the only way you guys have had sex, <laughs> and, and that's a virgin. So. <laughs> definition right. of marshmallowing is. When the penis goes soft and the man feels the need to continue to fuck the female. I'm going to share stop. some sentences from users of UrbanDictionary.com to bring to life the visualization of marshmallowing. <laughs> Sentence number one. I was so drunk. I was just marshmallowing her. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and sentence number two. So this guy and I were fucking when he prematurely went soft. And it felt like I was being fucked with a marshmallow. <laughs> Hence the term marshmallowing. <laughs> I just want to um, take a moment and make sure that everyone is on the same page here. So... We all have our eyes closed, okay? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> Envision it. <laughs> Bring it to I life. I just remember we, it. I don't have to envision it. Can you it. stick marshmallows mm -hmm. in Slim's ass? Yeah. With her bit? The soft penis. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> the guy just can't it. No, no I, I said I don't want to do it. Would you stick him in your ass? Nah. What about Susie Lucas <sighs> that you like him so much? Yeah, maybe I, I'm gonna need a stick <laughs> though. I'm gonna need a stick. Need yeah, a and it's a it's a it's a pink veiny one. No, nah, not pants. mine. And he's trying so valiantly. He's mm -hmm. to get it in. Trying. And it's that moment. But then you should just eat the pussy. That that moment, like right before he realizes, like this doesn't work. Mm. Whoever thought of calling this marshmallowing <laughs> is the fucking most brilliant motherfucker. It is. That is, that is amazing. Good, yeah. It really, really is reminiscent of 
a visual of trying to push marshmallows into some girl's fucking pussy. <laughs> so in terms of the term of marshmallowing, I just want to say it all the time. But in terms of the act of marshmallowing, I never want to have to say this because I never want this happening. It's gross. It's insulting. Guys, sometimes Sorry. you might have a little too much to drink. Sometimes, I don't know. Maybe it's just not working out in the moment. Yeah, it's disappointing. From the female perspective, you want to get that D, and then he's not getting hard. That's really fucking disappointing. But you know what's a little bit more disappointing than not getting fucked when you want to get fucked? It's a little bit more disappointing when the guy just isn't willing to accept that he's not in a perfect it ain't going down it happened in the moment to do the fucking mm. I remember one of my buddies like the first time he had sex he said he couldn't get hard like I think that's all he did it was my marshmallow that soft shriveled up dick <laughs> against your hot little vagina he was also balding in high school so <laughs> or butthole he was balding in high school he was balding in high school oh okay it's not good no he just had e uh, ED ED yeah. yeah he was like a grown ass fucking man in his 50s in like in, in uh, uh, senior year like 17 <laughs> I would say the only thing worse than having a guy try to put his small penis Sorry, his soft penis. Yeah, it's not small. It's, you know, <laughs> soft. Also his she doesn't penis. like small penis either. <laughs> Peni. The only thing worse than having a guy try to put his soft penis inside your pussy or ass is having him try to put a soft penis in your mouth. I don't know. It's one thing to like. Be like, okay. It'd be cool to get sucked off. hard though, like from fucking in. soft hard. I'm gonna get under the cover. Yeah. I'm going to put my nice, wet, warm mouth around his cock and feel him get hard in my mouth. That's hot. It's not hot to feel <laughs> a soft cock. Stay soft in your mouth. Exactly. Like, just, just be honest. Let's all just be honest. And let's like watch Netflix instead. Let's not fuck right now. Let's just like, chill. Let's go to sleep. Let's watch some fucking Game of Thrones. Or whatever. Like, in fact, I'd rather you actually put marshmallows inside me <laughs> than try to put your soft peanuts. I'd eat marshmallows out of Ryder's pussy. It's <laughs> fucking hot. It's really, really <laughs> grotesque. And is that how you want this girl to see you? She can remember that. <laughs> She's never gonna see me again anyway, so I might have like <laughs> finger her or like yeah. go down on her. Finger blast, eat a pussy. Try to jack your dick off as you're doing it. Don't burden us with your problem. <laughs> and look, I fully am aware burden. that from a man's perspective, you might be thinking, "Fuck you, Ryder." <laughs> Fuck you. You don't know what it's like to have a dick. <laughs> One. Yes, sir. It's also really you embarrassing telling a girl that I can't get hard it. right now. Like it's, it's Well, it's obvious to her. Like, she's going to know. Like, yeah, that is true. It's a limp fucking... So I just would drop down and eat her out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Eat the pussy, eat the ass. You get it done. But in response, I would say to you, you don't know what it's like to be a girl bombarded 
by having to look at dicks all the time. <laughs> like, dick pics. Left and right from every motherfucker. Um, My buddy Andrew said that at once. He's like, she must get, like, God ton. forbid you don't look at a guy's yeah. dick. Like, flooded with like the, the inbox. Fucking holy grail. And the end-all be-all of everything wonderful on the earth. Like, we already often work over time making sure a guy knows that his dick is good. Like, it's good. It's really good. But sometimes you gotta kind of be like, yeah, it's really great. No, no, I've never had better. <laughs> you can just right now rest assured that if a girl has looked down between her legs and she's seen you with your fucking marshmallow dick <laughs> trying to stuff it inside of her. I promise you, she's never gonna wanna fuck you ever again. Toads whatever wallets. kind of heat, whatever kind of passion, whatever kind of fucking, you know, chemistry you had going on there. You let that bitch see that. It's over. <laughs> There's only so much that a girl can be responsible for. So, if you're going to marshmallow some girl's <laughs> holes, she's not responding to your phone calls or your texts. Yes, Lynn. She's not. Damn it. That's what it's been all along. Her. I thought no. it was just ugly. <laughs> I didn't know it was the marshmallowing that we're turned her off. We'll come, we'll come, be. <laughs> so, move on. And next time when you take a girl out or you're hooking up, like, think about it earlier in the evening. Maybe, like, don't get so fucking shit-faced if you're planning on trying to fuck this girl yeah. and you know that it's been a problem for you in the past. Maybe like, you know, don't jerk off two times that morning when you know like maybe a third time is a little questionable for you. Like, you know your body, right? I mean, I know my body. I assume you know your body as a man. And yes, sometimes things happen. But usually guys who might have a problem like this are guys who often have a problem like this. And you might be like, oh, my girlfriend doesn't want to fuck me anymore. Like, why? Because she's seen it try to be put inside her in that squishy, disgusting way. And she never wants that fucking beastly thing near her ever again. Like I said. Could you just help stuff it in there? (laughs) Into my pussy and eat them out. Or you just take one of those fucking gas stations. So, send me your best marshmallowing stories. <laughs> I got kidding. hundreds of them. I don't ever want to hear about your soft penis. <laughs> and if you want to tell well, me I'm about tell you about it. at all, you're going to have to pay for it. So give Damn me a right. call. Nightflirt.com. I'm Ryder. I'll talk to you soon. So, Bye. You didn't interrupt the wedding shit, but now you got gas station stories? <laughs> Wait, I yeah, didn't yeah. hear that. He what? About a gas station. <laughs> Did he really you say take, something about a gas you station? You take gas station. Or, I, I was so like absorbed into Ryder's Ryder react, I did not hear gas station or, or anything or, about a gas station. He did right at the end. He's or, a gas or bus pills. <laughs> Wait, what about What's a gas the station? gas station story? Oh no, no story. It's just those. Uh, he those... was marshmallowing at a gas station. You know, you go to a, I mean, one of those, like, the be... lot lizards. He tried <laughs> marshmallowing. One. You go, you go to, uh, you go to the gas station, get Enzyme or whatever the fuck. They Enzyme. Oh, okay. Uh, so right. you're telling people go, go get your boner pills. Yeah. Go get your boner pills. Exactly. Your gas uh, station boner pills. <laughs> gas station boner pills. <laughs> dot com. Go exactly. there right now. Dot org. Dot gum.
Go to gasstationbonerpills.com. Oh my god, that was that was so great. That was yeah. So actually, to be honest, like I never really like went was like soft and was like, oh, I'm gonna fuck a chick. But I've had like shy dick where like I've been hard and then I go try to put it in and it goes soft and I'm like, oh, I don't know what happened there. You're gay. Like, that's happened. You're gay. No, I'm totally straight. <laughs> I've had the whiskey. No, I'm straight. I've had the, the whiskey, whiskey dick. dick. Yeah, that's not that bad too. <laughs> so I just dropped down and. Oh yeah, what'd yeah. you do? Do pussy. you try to marshmallow with <laughs> the whiskey the dick? Like, do you like, or do you How just your know maneuver? that? Do you like swirl? Do you do you bite? I think you just bite. You swirl. You push your nose in. Yeah, you push your nose. You do it. You do what you got to do. <laughs> you do what she tells you. Uh, oh, I didn't know. I've never been. Uh, you, like, you just say, "Tell me what to do down here." <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. Wait, you don't just like nah. go. Like, you no, know, I just go. And no, you just what said that you tell her. Give us some eating pussy. No, you know, it's. <laughs> I kind of believe that. I don't think he's kidding. He's like fucking animal. Animal. You want to hear how I eat pussy? <laughs> <laughs> <It doesn't. laughs> yeah! Whole fucking cane. Oh my you want to hear how I eat pussy? Yeah, lick, Chris. lick, lick. Yeah. <laughs> you need to eat pussy fucking freestyle. <laughs> you already got one, man. <laughs> What are you releasing it, bro? Did you record it? Yeah, it's from my debut new album, Pussy Eater. <laughs> Not <famous. laughs> Yo, it's like fucking 12 tracks about eating pussy, diff different types of pussy, different ways of eating pussy. It's do you, good. You use like whipped cream and shit in one of them? Um, yeah, I do like fucking, I drizzle chocolate syrup on the pussy. Uh -huh. I never really did like whipped cream because we don't carry that at Drizzle Bees. No? Nah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you can't melts. really drizzle it, so I never really have that on me. You should have but I like always bring my utility belt of condiments with me when I'm fucking a chick. <laughs> like, not only like drizzling, you should flick like little cool it, you cool whip. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's good, cool man. Whip. Yeah. You got Flickle Bees. Yeah, I never thought about it. Yeah, what the fuck is fl Flickle Bees? F flicky, he works flicky there. <laughs> I gotta get Flicky on the show. Flicky. <laughs> yeah, I already got enough with that fucking, with fucking Wavy, and then there's- Oh, I like Flickle Bees better, yeah, bro. Yeah, shut the fuck up. And then there's somebody, somebody's fucking stealing shit from me now. I don't even know yeah, that was what that's Chris, about. Yeah, that was Wavy. He admitted. <laughs> He was raiding your fucking broom closet, bro. The fucking wavy. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, man. It's in a few weeks I, ago. I had to, I had to clean my surf, bro, board, bro. Whoa. <laughs> took some of these weird <laughs> yeah, bus shut pills. Shut up, you can't even fucking make a sentence. Just, whoa, bro. took some of these weird try, bus pills Try this articulating morning, bro. in English, bro. Bro. I'd say stop speaking any bonics, bro. <laughs> Yo, what do you call me, racist? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get across here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that? You just fucking peter out at the end? I think he just... Yeah, I think he just died. <laughs> that was fucking great. Uh, oh, I gotta open some music. You got any requests? Everything. Go fuck yourself. Everything. I you wanna hear... You listen to what I fucking say. I wanna hear listen to. Where's my music folder? Fuck. Uh, blah, 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 wanna blah, hear blah. The my music. Play his hits. Yeah? You're gonna hear that soon. Because we forgot to do that last week. <laughs> so we're going to do Driz Sings this. But I think we're going to come back with the uh, Bedtime Story, Too Many Rapes, and the, the Epic Rap Battle Showdown.
All right. The bro down. Or the hoedown, whatever the fuck it is. Um, blah, blah, blah. Let's get some ads. Some adverts. Here we go. Ads. Um, let me line them up first because it's a real pain in the fucking dick. Because um, I think one time I started them and then it didn't fucking... It didn't, like, it, it, it played and then it stopped. Uh, it's like if you don't put them all in there at once, it's just shit. It's just shit. Um, what's the one I want to hear? Let's see. Yeah, that's good. Hey, guys. It's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. This is Chris Tucker, motherfucker, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. They ain't got no black friends whatsoever, man. Ain't got no black friends. And they always hide in their wallets when I come over, bitches. All right. We are back. 
And we're going to have a bedtime story, a too many rapes, and a rap showdown. All right. Does he know? Do you know? <laughs> you you got a battle. We had a poll for the favorite uh, bit of the Robin Slim show. It was Ryder Reacts, uh, Driz Sings, Sleepy Lucas Bedtime Stories, and uh, Too Many Rapes. And Driz Sings and Sleepy Lucas tied for first place. Yeah. Ryder's in second. And we're going to have a rap battle tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking crush you. To decide who's the number one bit, and we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have judges. Yeah, this is gonna be such a waste of time because I've this already won. Gonna be judges. Um, and what else? What else? Oh yeah, so whoever loses is automatically third place. Yeah. But right now we have a bedtime story and a rape skit to do. Why the fuck is he looking at me like that? <laughs> I, I don't make. I don't look at him ever, so I don't know what he's doing. Uh, just looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> so where is Dread Time Stories? Yeah. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony. Tony DeSantis just said, I can't wait. I can't wait to catch up with you bunch of Disgrazia uh, Mitzvits. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait, can't wait, Tony. All right. And now it's time for bedtime stories with <sighs> Sleepy Lucas. Tonight's bedtime story is Slumber Party Sananigans. The year was 1988, and Sleepy Lucas was in fifth grade. He was a bit of an odd cunt, and all the other kids made fun of his fruity little habits. As a snack in his lunch, he would always get yogurt, he played the clarinet in band, and also got caught fingering his butthole a few dozen times, all different places all over the middle school. Slimzel was turning 13 in a few weeks and was going to be a full-grown Jew. He was handing out invitations to his bar mitzvah and inviting all the coolest kids. He invited Slamothy, the chubby black belt, all-star little league player Princeton Brogel, and the coolest <laughs> kid in school, Rob. Rob got dropped off to school every day in a DeLorean and even had a He invited Slamothy, the chubby black belt, all-star little league player, Princeton Brogel, and the coolest kid in school, Rob. Rob got dropped off to school every day in a DeLorean and even had a Nintendo Super Famicom system, which was the Super NES years before it was released in the United States because he beat the fuck out of a Japanese exchange student and had taken it from him. Then Slimzel gave Sleepy Lucas an invitation. He was so excited and nervous, he dropped his shorts right in class and jammed two fingers right up his poop chute. 
His teacher, Mr. Bell, was so angry that he was doing it again, he kicked him out of class and sent him straight to the school nurse. The school nurse tried to get his fingers out for over an hour, but sleepy Lucas wouldn't budge. Finally, she called in the smelly, creepy gym teacher and the woodshop teacher to beat the stupid fucker until his fingers were out of his hiney. Sleepy Lucas's mom dropped him off at Slim's house. They ate pizza and Cheetos and ice cream and drank Pepsi. Sleepy Lucas was having the best night ever and the Jew boy man opened a lot of envelopes containing money. Then they watched Spaceballs and everyone got in their sleeping bags. Sleepy Lucas was so excited and trying his best to fight the urge to finger his asshole when Slimzel turned the lights in the room off. A few seconds later, the stupid little idiot was getting the sick kicked out of him. He was seeing stars from getting kneed in the eye and throwing up from getting punched in the stomach. The next thing he knew, he got ripped out of his ALF sleeping bag and his shorts and undies were ripped off. He heard Princeton Bogle yell, batters up, and then he felt a baseball bat jam straight up his asshole. Lucas's puny little wiener got so big and white stuff shot out all over Slimzel's carpet. All the fifth grade boys couldn't believe. They only thought PP came out of there. Then they all high-fived and went to bed. <laughs> Sleepy Lucas was so happy. He had the best night ever, and even though Slimzel was supposed to be a Jewy man, he knew in his heart and butthole that he had become a man. The next day, Sleepy Lucas's mom was so drunk she never picked him up, and as he was walking home, he crossed the street and was mowed down by a sweet canary yellow Trans Am. <laughs> He died in ICU less than an hour later with a smile on his face and a white crusted stain in the front of his shorts. Rest in peace, Sleepy Lucas. You died your own man. That was good. <laughs> Grab the moon. <laughs> Wait, what? How'd it get over there? How'd it get there? Yeah. Oh, where'd it go? Oh. You fixed it. Oh, we lost the moon. <laughs> Does everyone have TMR? Nope. Ah, Too many uh, rapes. I should. Everybody should have it. I've sent yeah, it you should. to Slambo like three times. Yeah, I got him. I'm like the only one who doesn't have it. <laughs> let me see. Let, let me Lucas scroll should have up. It. It's a good one. It's called Work Release. Ooh. And it's continued from last week. <laughs> Since Slim was so worried about what happened. <laughs> I was cracking up when I read this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Too many rapes. All right. <clears throat> One year ago. A crackhead named Brian Rioni was rightfully sentenced to prison for driving while shooting up, getting in a car accident, and raping all the first responders. Today, he's in too many rapes penitentiary. If you need to fuck somebody and don't want to pay for it, look up his personal ad on Craigslist. 
It's too many rapes. Too many rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. After saving the city's budget last week, Mayor Tubestakes has managed to run Rapesville even further into the ground. He squandered the entire amount of money Dr. Rapestein made selling the genital warts offshore on a weekend bender to Mexico. A new paint job for his Lamborghini and God knows what else. The snow is so badly piled up in the streets, transportation it is a complete halt. Then, a frantic Dr. Rapestein entered his office. What the fuck do you want, you piece of fucking shit? Can't you see uh, I'm recovering from a hangover? Das Mayor. ISIS has taken my uncle, Uncle Adolf, hostage. And they're saying if we don't give them back all the money from the forts I sold them, that they will kill him. Why do they want it back, you piece of shit? They fucking bought them! Your uncle's as good as dead. But, but, Mayor Tube Sticks, I told them that they were radioactive tumors, I lied! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are a real piece of shit, you stupid fucking kraut. I I can't say I blame you, though. That's pretty, pretty badass. Please, Mr. Mayor, we must do something. These tower heads have already shown me pictures of stuff they've done to my uncle's hiney! <laughs> uh, fuck, alright, I'll figure, figure it the fuck out. Get, get out of here, you have horrible body odor, and I, I'm gonna fucking throw up. <laughs> ah! After getting and eating an entire pizza, running over a hobo camp in his car, and getting a manicure, Frankie enters the warden's office. God damn it, warden, it's fucking freezing in here! You never did fix the pipe, Mr. Mayor. Oh, yeah, I, I called the guy, and he hasn't gotten back to me yet, but we have a crisis on, on our hands. It seems I ran out of the money I made last week, and we need to double it. We need to double it this week. <laughs> Just then, Brian popped up from under the warden's desk. How are we going to do that, Frankie? We're fresh out of works. Uh, what do you think? I'm a one-trick pony, you stupid junkie? I'm releasing you and all the other prisoners to work for money on a farm at a friend of mine in, in Mexico's. A plane will be outside of the prison in a few hours. You and every other prisoner that can fit on it will be going. Oh boy, maybe I can get a tan. Oh, I'm sure you will, Brian. I'm sure you will. 
Over the months that followed, Brian and the other inmates harvested cocaine, practiced guerrilla warfare, and performed some of the biggest atrocities mankind has seen up until then. Those who survived returned to Reevesville accompanied by several Mexicans in conquistador uniforms who brought enough money to save the doctor's uncle Adolf and 12 times the amount he was made selling warts in the first place. I love you guys. This gets deeper and darker with every episode. Uh, We love you too, Morgan. Uh, Here you go, Adolf Jr. Go free your stupid uncle. If you want something done right, you gotta fucking do it yourself. But Frankie, they killed him! You gotta go sometime, motherfucker. That's too many rapes. Yes. All right. That's good. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. That was a good so, one. So, what do we got? A rap battle to, to commence with? Yeah. For the number one spot, and a loser gets number three spot. And for some reason, Sleepy gave me his lyrics beforehand. Um, what kind of beat do like we a need? a fucking poser. Like, he practiced. He's been preparing for this. Yeah. Um, poser. Do you need a beat? Yo, can I get a dope a beat? beat? I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like, I, I gotta set it up. Are you gonna make a beat, or do you want me to play a beat? Uh, you know what? Play a beat because there's there's two people this time. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it might be yeah. like a little much, and yeah. we're gonna have judges. So Slambo, me, and a guest judge named Ryder is gonna be the third judge. Alrighty. That way, in case it's a tie, there'll be fucking you know a tiebreaker. So Ryder's gonna call in right now, and we're gonna get that going. And I will find a beat somewhere. Somewhere I have beats. Let's see, let's see. Um, here's some beats. I got a beat folder. Who would have known it? Let's see. Should I, like, switch the beats? Like, after the drizzle, or should I just keep the same beat going? Show me what mm, you got! Show uh, me! I think, I think, I, I think same beat, yeah, I think same beat. Robin Slim Show! Hey, it's Ryder. What's Ryder, going on, Ryder? Are you ready to judge a rap battle? I think so, yeah, right. of course. I can't, I can't. Here we go. That's. All right, so is the Drizz going to go? Then the Sleepy Lucas is going to go. And then the Drizz is going to go. And Sleepy Lucas is going to go. And then the Drizz is going to go. And if Sleepy Lucas has anything else to say, he could say it. And then we're going to lay down our judgment. Or do you want to judge between each verse? I think we'll just judge at the end. Yeah, the entire rap. All right, Ryder? Got it. All right. All right. Let's see. I'm looking at just the names of my beats. Um, we're just gonna say. I'm just gonna click this one. Let's see. Let's... All right. Yeah. This is heated. Yeah. All right. Yo. I hear they call you Sleepy Lucas, but clearly I think you're just creepy Lucas. Look at you staring at me with that fucking nightcap. What you gonna do? You gonna drop some dope beats? Or you just gonna fucking fall asleep and creep on some fucking hot chicks, huh? Yo, I'm Sleepy Lucas. I got a lot of mucus. Whenever children see me, they always start to pukus. Word them up. All right. Yeah. 
Yo, I couldn't even fucking understand that over all the slot puddle, all over all the snot shoved in your fucking throat. How do you even do that? What do you do? Do you eat a bunch of fucking slime or something? You fucking sleepy? Now you're fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sleepy Lucas. I wear neon yellow shoes. You might think I'm smart, but I'm a stupid slippery doofus. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yo, all you do is insult yourself. Why the fuck you do that? I'm gonna insult you even harder with my big cock. Cause I got a big cock. Let me tell you about my big cock. But you know what's really weird? You're like a sleeper. But I really think you're just a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sleepy Lucas. My cock is small and useless. I never fucked a girl, but if I did, she would be toothless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are some hot oh fucking rhymes you guys laid down. That was, that was yeah. nasty. That was hot shit. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. I don't know. How are you? Uh, who's judging first? Slambo? Wow. Wow. That... That was that was intense, guys. I, I gotta I gotta say, I, I've both good job. Both but good they, job. they both did they both did an excellent job, but, especially uh, on the breath control. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then the delivery, and then the, punch <laughs> delivery lines. the the punchlines, the insults. Uh, so good, Lucas, so good, dog. Sleepy Lucas, I I I I thought you could have done a better job insulting the Driz, but <laughs> Driz, you did a great job insulting yeah. the Sleepy. Yeah, he's like a self-hating Sleepy yeah. kid. I don't know. I don't know where he gets this from. He's got a lot of angst, though. I'll give it to him. Yeah, he's hungry. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ryder? Like, just as as a general like judgment. Like, we're not judging um, yet who won, but like sure. your critiques, your your critique. Just some feedback. Yeah. Um, well, I think they both did really well. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I'm like, you know, the Driz is, is used to rapping and used to rap battles. and He's a seasoned veteran. Is, um, yeah, he's a veteran. And Sleepy Lucas, I'm pretty impressed that you fucking held your own and you brought it. It's kind of like so. Rookie of the Year right now. He just stepped up to the plate and just slammed He showed it. us what he got. He showed yeah. us what he got. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, this is a tough one. This is a real, real uh, tough decision, guys. It is. It is hard. But Slambo's going to be the first judge. Who who do you think uh, uh, won that, Slambo? All right, well, guys, um, the ju the hammer's coming down. Um, you, you both are young. You both are hungry. But I'm going to have to go with the Driz on this one. Yeah. All right. Yo, you know what up. All right. So, uh, Slambo says to the Driz. Good job. Good job. I don't I'm going to give it up to Sleepy Lucas because those lyrics were fucking fire. Those lyrics were fucking fire. Like, I don't know how he does it, but. He writes Those great bedtime stories spirit. and he, he brought it. Yeah, uh, but it was a fucking rap battle and he didn't even insult me. <laughs> he battled himself and took your, your abuse. I think he is the bigger man. I, I, I think he is the bigger man. So this is what I say unto you, Driz. <laughs> Disqualified. So the tiebreaker? Ryder, it's all on you. It's all deciding oh on you. Oh my god, this is so much pressure. And they remember, both did so well. whoever wins um, is number one, you're number two, and then you're putting the third under oh, you. Oh, see, this almost seems unfair, but <laughs> that's <is>. fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> life is not fair. So, the thing is, I... For a moment, I, I thought maybe the Drez was trying to overcompensate for something by talking about his really big penis. Um, but 
then, you know, and Sleepy Lucas, he was keeping it real. He was keeping it real. He, try, he was, yeah. like, not trying to impress anybody. I'm just, like, just putting out the real business out there. That was, yeah, but that at the fun. end of the day, I have to say, there's something to be said for the veteran. Bringing it through at the end. And my vote's got to go to Drez. Yeah. Riggity, riggity, Rexon! So the Drez is declared the winner. The Drizz, real close, though. Real close, that, guys. Yeah, Drizz is number one. You're number two, Ryder. Not number three. Sleepy <laughs> Lucas is number three. <laughs> too many rapes. It doesn't seem like how it's supposed to work, but I'll take it. Does that feel like it's so, what, is too many rapes canceled now? Was it like just I think so, dropped yeah. by the network? No. Too okay. many rapes is my fave. Was tonight's good? Oh, my God. It was great. Thank you, thank you. Felt kind of bad for Uncle Adolf, though. Uncle Ed, he had a long, he lived a long, he lived a long full life, though. Like. <laughs> he got the short end. <laughs> <laughs> that that bedtime story tonight, though, really did kill it. That that bedtime yeah. story was incredible. I don't know how he knew the name of my fifth grade teacher. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of personal. I don't know. <laughs> Ryder, were you... You got to watch your back, Rob. <laughs> Ryder, uh, were you happen to uh, watch the video for that, Sleepy Lucas? Oh, did you... Um, on Facebook? Well, I, I had it up, yes. Yeah, I wasn't... I wasn't intently watching, I, I must admit. Uh, we, I, was, I was listening. We were all just very confused because there was a moon that just showed up and everybody was looking for oh, it to try to, to figure out it. where it this was moon really, was. I mean, it seemed appropriate for our bedtime. Cool. Very adorable. Hashtag adorb. You're adorbs, Ryder. Your Ryder reacts was great tonight. Thank you. Thank you. There's a big giant What's wrong with marshmallowing? Yeah. What's wrong with marshmallowing girls? I can't marshmallow girls, is that what you're trying to say? No, I would advise not to. Like, if it goes soft, <laughs> just drop down, fucking eat her out, okay? Well, uh, okay. did you hear Slambo? Slambo, like, demonstrate again how you eat Yeah, Slambo a, a eats girl girls out. out. He showed us. Go yeah, on. I want to hear all of Slambo's stories. This is, this is go, oh, going great, and then oh, you guys yeah. cut him off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, basically, how it went was I, I dropped down my knees, and I just become an animal. Fucking <laughs> 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 Beast mode. <laughs> you gotta go with some sounds and everything. Show us on the it. sleepy Lucas. How you eat a pussy? Nah, he doesn't have the right. The, he, he doesn't have the right downstairs mix. He's got a man <laughs> right downstairs <laughs> mix. He's got a butthole. No, mix <laughs> you can even marshmallow him, bro. All right, we, we need uh, we need some of those like oh, uh, no. oh, no. chord music here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh man. Don't worry. No, oh, my goodness. You love my man, China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do this. <laughs> what happened? You got shy when the music started playing? I, did, I, just, I got music shy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't get stage right. The show must go on. Oh, yeah. It's going on without me. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he started doing like a turtle thing where he just like ducking his. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you All guys. Right, I said I would judge a rap battle. I did not say I would be present for that. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. That's why we're going to break, Ryder. But uh, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Later, Ryder. Stick with me, kid. You'll go Bye. far. You're going to make a lot of money, kid. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> we will be back. We'll be back with some drizzle news. Bye, though. What's up?
What happened? Oh, yeah, look at that. It's Baby Grit. <laughs> Who invited him to the... How did he get it in the front of the table? <laughs> invited him to the table. Start punching the table, bro. <laughs> hurt Hit the Baby, baby Grit. <laughs> Where's our ass? I don't want to hurt Baby Grit. <laughs> Why not? Look at him. Look how cute he is. He is fucking adorbs. He is. He is a fucking cutie. I want to pinch his cheeks, but him. I can't. Who? Sleepy Lucas's? Well, first, Baby Grit. <laughs> <laughs> I almost then, got him. Uh, what about Baby Lucas? <laughs> baby Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to grab my baby group? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the count of three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's do it quick and you won't remember it. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back. We love you. Trider, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. Again, that's 800-218-4909. Looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. 
You're listening to the Rob and fucking Slim Show, faggots. Ah, Rob and Slim Show, we're back. Yeah, what happened? That little sleepy creeper just had to fucking leave because I just crushed him. You gave up, bro. <laughs> you crushed he his fucking dreams, sucks. bro. He's not going to Hollywood. You are. Yeah. You are. How's that feel? Yeah, I don't know about Hollywood. I was going to go to, like, San Francisco. I, I heard the rap scene's really good there. To Atlantic City. Yeah, y'all Atlantic City, man. Yeah, I've I've done a lot of fucking rap gigs up in Atlantic City in like uh, Trump Plaza. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 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 But now we have a Driz Sings too. Is extra drizzle. Like I, I we got it. We got to deliver on the extra drizzle. And now it's the Driz Sings. So let's find that intro, shall we? Uh, here we go. Come on. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. DJ Khaled featuring Drake for free. I go on and on. Can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers. Last 223,000 hours. And it's cause I'm off of CC. And I'm off the Hennessy. And like your boy from Compton said, you know this dick ain't free. I got girls that I should have made pay for it. Got girls that should have made wait for it. Got girls that cancel a flight back home. Stay another day for it. You got attitude on Nana. And your pussy on Aga. And your stomach on flat flat And your ass on what's that And yeah I need it all right now Last year I had drama Girl not right now I was never gone Chat what we talking About You the only one I know Could fit it all in the man I always wonder If you ask yourself Is it just me Is it just me or is it this sex so good I shouldn't have to fuck for free? Is it just me? Is it just me? Or is this sex so good I shouldn't have to fuck for free? I know you work in day and night to get a college degree. Bet nobody that you've been with even know you a freak, right? You know you only do that with me, right? Yeah, double checking on you. You know I never put the pressure on you. You know that you make your own mind up. You knew what it was when you signed up. Now you gotta run it up. I be out of words. Try and sum it up. Girl, you throw it back like one love. Even let me slash on the tour bus. Yeah. I talked to her, but she don't do enough. Even though you in the hood, I'm still pulling up. Dip, dip, straight to your doorstep. This the real thing. Can you feel the force yet? I always wonder if you ask yourself, is it just me? Is it just me? Or is this sex so good I shouldn't have to fuck for free? Is it just me? Yeah. Is it just me? Is this sex so good I shouldn't have to fuck for free? Would you fuck me for free? Ah, another one! They don't want me! 
have another anthem. So I made sure I got another anthem. It's we, the best OVO summer hours. It always been. Don't ever play yourself. One time for Frankie the Prince. One time for Sleepy. Another time for Driz. Another one. Bless up. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That was awesome. That was. Like, oh, a, I know a good song when I hear one. That is a fucking good song. Yeah. I was just saying on break, I was like, I don't think I've ever listened to this DJ Khaled, but I've always seen. Oh, so I see him everywhere. And I think he was on like the last. I, like I, I don't watch it, but I see him on commercials for. Uh, I think he's on American Idol now. It's like the Fort Judge. Oh, okay, cool. Really cool dude. He makes some great fucking tracks. He's been around. He's been around the block. What are we gonna do? We're gonna do some drizzle news. What do we got? What do we got? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What, uh... That's... Okay, right here. Then... I mean, we got some karaoke. We got we got the Cranberry singer that died. Oh. Um, yeah. Who's the Cranberry singer? I don't even know who uh, the I, I don't remember her name. It's, it's up a little bit. something. I but think. the song, like, that I put there, like, that song, um... Zombie? Have you ever oh, heard? Oh, Zombie, uh, yeah. Dude, that song's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was a good fucking song. fucking love that. I'll still rock out to that on my Pandora and shit. <laughs> Um, I mean that's tough. I mean I'm down for some zombie karaoke. If you guys want to be very musical today. I don't know. I think we drizzle. I don't know. Uh, I think we the slambo. You decide. No, Third judge. People might need to hear the drizzle tell the news. The, the drizzle news. news? The drizzle news. news. Right. That's right. He doesn't know what's going on in the world without the drizzle yeah. news. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm completely <laughs> so confused and in the dark. What we got here? Uh, go down a bit. I say Invis. Invis right. Shield. Invis Shield. Um, what is that? Um, wow, that's just that's a lot. I uh, go up a sec. There was one I put a little other comment on. Is there more? Is there like see more at the bottom? At the very bottom. Uh, no. Where's the one I put a little? Uh, oh yeah, that right one. Here, yeah. That one. Um, let's see and. How about the top? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do so that one last. It was Invis. We'll do, no, well, I want the uh, two before Invis. All right. Two before Invis. Yeah. Always do two before you Invis. Always do two before you Invisalign. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Before you Invisalign. E. Uh. Drop the drizzle line. Drop it, bro. Two women arrested after Texas. Apartment meth lab explodes. Explode a bongo with child inside, police say. Dreams, you ever see a meth baby blow up like that? Yeah, man, sometimes they just try to make their own meth and it doesn't work out well. Did you ever buy meth from a baby, Wavy? Whoa, I, I did some meth as a baby, dude. You ever do meth with a baby? Uh, uh, yeah, every day, bro. Yo, he's fucking lying. He babysits down at Wavy, please. Two women were arrested at the methamphetamine lab in Texas. Texas, Texas. Apartment exploded. Blessed a bunga while a child was in the home, causing several wo wo windows to be blown out. <laughs> During a blast, residents described this bomb going off. There were chunks of babies everywhere. Chunk of baby bunga. Yo, and so much fucking glass from those windows. Would you ever drizzle a baby on somebody's food, Driz? 
forget when I ever drizzle a baby on somebody's food. If they brought their own baby that was blown up in a meth lab accident. Yeah, I think the meth kind of adds to the baby juices. So yeah, I would I would drizzle some baby juice on that baby. You gotta marry that baby juice. Nancy Cruz Rodriguez, 39, and Odeles Corlandes, 18 years young. He was only just over, barely over minor, barely legal. Was always Orlais, 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 Banga. Orlais, Orlais, Orlais. Was arrested and charged with manufacturing delivery of controlled substances. Corrales. Yo, clearly it wasn't controlled if it exploded. Corrales was also charged. You got a good point there, Driz. Exploded. Charged with child endangerment after authorities found a child inside the Arlington apartment when a drug lab, drug lab exploded. Fox 4 reported. Fox 4, what about Fox 4? 4.1. Neighbors at the apartment complex need to AT&T Stadium. AT&T is not pleased with the stadium results. They are the bomb. Just at 11 p.m. Friday. The explosion was so powerful, blew a baby out of the window. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of blown up windows in this story. Well, that's a lot of baby. No juice. one was injured in the explosion, only the dead baby. Dead baby for the win. Please seize 21 pounds of meth, an unspecified amount of cash, and a car. Yo, I was there, I got my kids, and we were all went out, but the smoke was really bad, so I told them to cover their face. <laughs> you did right, you did God's work, that is. <laughs> that is You the saved Lord's, the day. <laughs> that certainly is the Lord's work. Yeah, bro. <laughs> the sad part is I was actually in the article. <laughs> Cops use an invisible cloak to shoot kids from murder scene. What did they use? Why did they have magic? What were they, like, Doctor Strange? Yeah, they did some of that Doctor Strange <laughs> They did some Doctor Strange shit? They, they, they saved kids' lives with invisible shields? Why did they get an invisible shield, Driz? Yeah, I don't know, but if you come down the Drizzle Bees, I got some fucking goggles, so if the cops try to hide murder scenes with invisible cloaks, you can still see it, little kid. In Drizzabunga! <laughs> Police reporting to a triple homicide, triple homicide for the win! In a Kentucky home, found two young children unharmed in their cribs in the next room. Use and use the make-believe invisible cloak to shield them from the gruesome scene. So they did nothing and said they saved the fucking day. They saved the day. We love cops and Drizzlebees, but we don't know about these cops. We think they're going a little far with this invisible shield. Yo, how could they fucking lie to those fucking children, man? And why did those, ch those children are just fucking stupid? Where was Wonder Woman in, in her invisible jets? Police yeah. in Louisville found three people dead with multiple gunshot wounds in their home Friday. At least the kids didn't see it because of the invisible shield. The invisible shield just fucking <laughs> shield their eyes and shit. <laughs> Wavy, have you ever invisible shield to the kid to protect them from what you were doing to them? Whoa. <laughs> I, I put the invisible shield around my crotch, bro. When I That's lost good. my shit in, in the waves, dude. <laughs> they were identified as 27-year-old Mike Miles and 23-year-old wife Catherine Miles. I heard she gave head for Miles. Did you yeah, that? She totally did, bro. Yo, you gotta stay away from that Michael Myers. He's a fucking serial killer. What about Michael Myers? He's Yo, an athleticist guy. He runs the miles. Oh, he's a good guy. He runs all the miles. That is drives the beast. Oh, yeah. Was that like that fox in that fucking headshot game? He's like that guy with cancer that wins all the races. Craig Lloydgren. No, I don't know. What was that guy's name? <laughs> Max Hedrum? Who the yeah, fuck it was that guy? Yeah, it was Max Hedrum. Yeah, no. It was like Lance Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he no. also was on the moon. The guy with the one testicle, dude. He did it all. He landed on the moon and ran a race with one leg and got no testes. Yo, all I know is I went straight into dad mode. 
You went straight on invisible mode. Nobody With the four-year-old little boy, I was like, dad mode. Yeah, he went into straight dad mode, all right, bro. <laughs> Child molester. <laughs> Yo, you just admitted to some gruesome shit, you fucking piece of shit. You both did. <laughs> 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 13 people are captive in California. Calif no, I don't know who the fuck brought those kids into my fucking home, all right? Californication. <laughs> oh my god. Show everybody her lovely eyes and his awful haircut. He looks like he's got like a medieval. Yes. <laughs> he's a medieval jester. He's like the sheriff of. I'm Rottingham. Yeah, like, a couple was arrested after police discovered that 13 people had been held captive in their California home in filthy conditions. Some shackled the beds with chains and padlocks. Chain a bunga. Officials say Monday, have you ever chained up in a, a house guest, Riz? Yo, I, I keep a lot of fucking house guests uh, chained up, but I keep it clean. Very, very fucking clean, Well, I man. barely escaped with my life, dude. The victims age from... In, 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 the victims rage in age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a raging aging. <laughs> from 2 to 29. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I can't do this story. Vagina, no. not a clown car. It hurts too much. The girl claims that 12 brothers and sisters will be held captive. Yeah, she's a fucking liar. By her parents. Some are brown of chairs with padlocks. <laughs> yeah, well, what are you expecting? You got parents that look like that. <laughs> the 17-year-old said there appear to only be 10-year-olds and slightly emancipated. The whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Sheriff's deputies responded to the home and found 12 other victims who appeared malnourished and very dirty. Dirty bunga. Escaped their bondage. Now, this story no. is fucking dirty. You're not like gonna clean that two year old change the radiator. <laughs> That's all I know. Bill will set a nine million. That's a lot of million. <laughs> Have you ever made that much in a Drizzle Bees quarter? Yo, of course I fucking do. What's People coming up love for the, fucking Drizzle Bees. What's coming up for the fourth quarter projections of Drizzle Bees? 10 mil. Alright. What about you, Wavelbees? Fucking nothing. Uh, it's gonna be five mil, bro. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, but they're not bro. even close to half of what I mean. We're like Burger King, bro. <laughs> That's why this. <laughs> That's why this is drizzle news. <laughs> What is a Ronald McDonald house instead of a a really good drizzle news? Did you learn a lot, Slambo? Yes, yes, I am about the world. My curiosity for knowledge is quenched for the week. Quenched for the week. Drizzle news. I cannot barely finish. You just had your quench, your thirst drizzled. I guess they drizzled me. All right. All right. Do we do the karaoke to wrap it up, or do you want to do celebrity? Well, I guess yeah, I guess karaoke. All right. So who who are the cranberries? The Dolores O. Dolores O'Riordan. Cranberries music sales up over nine hundred k after she died. After sudden sudden death. death. I don't know if they've released it, but yeah, last I heard, they just don't even know what happened. I guess she just dropped. But her song 
is what we need. I like that this story is like, <clears throat> she died, but good news, her sales are off. Sales are way up. <laughs> Fourth quarter projections. <laughs> yeah. Projectiles are way up right now for the Cranberries. She's making more than the fucking, uh, the Dritz. I think they were still touring and everything, like, oh, yeah, so they were. Like, it kind of sucks. Like, I, I don't even know if I've heard any other song, like. She does that song where, with the yodeling in it, like. I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I think I know Dreams what you're talking about. or something it's called? Yeah. But this song... Uh, yeah, uh, this so cranberry. in honor of yeah. the death of the uh, Dolores, I'm going to do some uh, cranberry uh, karaoke. Uh, of course it's an ad. Yeah. With a black guy. Black, black lighting. Yeah. Black lighting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me start that from the beginning. Here we go. I do like this song. Mm. It's so good. You're going to do it justice. Always. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, can I fucking sing this? Three, two, one. Another head hangs slowly. Child is slowly taken. And the vilest cause of silence. Who are we mistaken? But you see, it's not, it's not my family In your head, in your head They are fighting With their tanks and their bombs And their bombs and their guns In your head, in your head They are crying In your head in your head Zombie, zombie, zombie Hey, hey, what's in your head? In your head Zombie, zombie, zombie Hey, hey, hey Oh, do, do, do Oh, do, do, do Oh, do, do do oh do 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 oh yeah yo this is the first time i've ever sung i usually just rap yeah four three two one another mother's breaking heart is taking over when the violence causes silence, we must be mistaken. It's the same old theme since the 1916. In your head, in your head, they're still fighting with their tanks and their bombs, bombs and their bombs, bombs and their guns. guns. In your head, in your head. They are dying gun, 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 gun. in your head, in your head. Zombie, zombie, 
zombie. Hey, hey, what's in your head? In your head. Zombie, zombie, zombie. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, 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 hey, oh, ah, ah, ah. Ah, I'm sleeping nougat. Yo, I fucking love the strawberries. <laughs> I should have won that rap battle. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I hope Miss Wara is like that. I hope she's looking down from heaven. Yeah, the raspberries is the fucking best. And you're going to be the new raspberries lead singer. The Drizzberries. The Drizzleberries. Coming soon to a Philly sidewalk. This is the Drizzle Burglar, and I'm going to steal all the Drizzleberries. And it's going to be hobos that spit all over the Drizzleberries. All of them with my army of hobos. The Drizzle Burglar. And it's spit on you. The Drizzle Burglars. That was, you did, you did, you did Dolores proud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I hope the blueberries don't ever break up, though. <laughs> the berries change. The berries will be around, bro. What about the member berries? Member berries. <laughs> I member. Yeah. I member. Oh, uh, what about a break? All right. <laughs> I member breaks. Ah. <laughs> uh. I love that episode. <laughs> I yeah, I hope the pomegranate berry still releases a new album. <laughs> I'd love to remember that again. <laughs> what music? What music? Let's see. Let's see. All the music. All, All the music? All of it. Let's see. Uh, let's hear. Do you got some Blackberry? <laughs> Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-218-4909. 800-218-4909. 800 Again, that's 800-218-4909. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. Kelly, you there? Hi, yes. Kelly Williams, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Good, Kelly Williams Thank Bowler. Thank you for having me on. I'm sorry, Thank, thanks for coming on. And you're a friend of Ernest Moore? I am, yes I am. That's awesome, he's a cool <laughs> dude, yeah. Like, he suggested you be on the show, and I thanked him, and he's like, yeah, I'm friends with Kelly. I'm like, cool, cool dude. Yeah, we're from the same area, Akron, Ohio. Cool, yes, yes, and you, you're a mother, you're, you, how many children do you have? How many uh, I, I have two daughters. Yep, I have two daughters, and 
um, that's it. You know, I was married and I had two daughters and then I got a divorce, but still have my daughters. <laughs> yeah. But what you did was to send them to a better school district. You, you sent them, you, you were living part-time at your father's house, correct? And you had put your daughters in that school. Right. What happened was, um, I was living, you know, in my in my home. I lived in the. Um, I had been married. I got a divorce. Trying to get back on my feet. I was in college, and I had moved to a um, like a metropolitan home. And then, um, but then uh, maybe like that coming fall, my father, you know, he wanted to help me with my kids because you know I was really having a hard time because I was in college yeah. and working and trying to take care of the kids. Yeah. So. I sent, you know, we, we we had made a thing where I would enroll my kids at the school district that he was at, and yes, of course, that school district was a wonderful school district. Yeah. And so I sent my kids, I sent my kids there. Um, the first year everything was fine, and the second year um, we realized that they had a private eye follow me around um, town for like I guess a couple of weeks, maybe two weeks, or maybe a little less than two weeks. When did and, you first um, realize that? Um, we didn't. We didn't even know okay. until I received until I received a, a letter stating that they had clear and convincing, you know, evidence that I didn't live that you know that I did not live full time in the area, and so that's when the and then so so you know uh, we we tried to get something called the grandparent power of attorney, and so we did get it. We went to the courts. We got that, and so and that school did accept it. But I guess you know maybe it was too little, too late, and so. They didn't, you know, they didn't want the kids there. And so um, that June, the judge had basically said, okay, so you guys take the kids out and we won't honor that any longer. So we said, okay. And 18 months later, life had went on. Everything was, you know, life had just kept going. So you put them back in in a different school at this point. They weren't going to there. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. They had been back in the regular, their regular district for 18 months. Hmm. And then I received an indictment, a postcard. And I was like, well, what is this? You know, and I've never had an indictment ever. So I wasn't, and it was like in a postcard form. So I didn't understand it. I remember me calling my dad and I was like, you know, daddy, what is, what's this? You know, what is this, this, this Ohio versus Kelly Williams Bogart? And he was like, you know, evidently he knew more than I did. And he was like, you know, I want you to come over. So I went over, I showed him the card. Lo and behold, he had the same card the same day. And that's when the process began, and that was basically the the um, the indictment, you know, and and so that's when the process began, and I end up, you know, going to jail. My dad went to jail; he died wow. there. He never came home. Hey, so what? Uh, he it died. Was, it was yes, he died. He I died there. Wow. They, me, me and my father. I have footage on my Twitter. So like, you know, that I have been showing lately, you know, just showing people how, you know, no matter what you get through, whatever, whatever you have, you know, just so happen minds was documented from the news and the media. So what I wanted people to feel and understand, because I went through a deep, dark depression. I mean, I lost my dad. Wow. They sent him 100 miles away and I never got a chance to say goodbye to him. Holy and so, shit. you know, and then all of that was for, you know, a public education mm. and, you know, and. It, it was just a lot to endure, and I, and so I. I just admire <laughs> you for what you did for your, your kids, because I know four women off the top of my head that 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 either have done or have considered doing what you did. Like just yeah, because the the towns they lived in weren't that great, and they wanted to send their kids to a better school. 
Yeah, absolutely. Listen, <sighs> I work at a high school right now. I've been working at a high. I've been working at a, a public school for many, many years now. Yeah. Back then, I probably was subbing, but now I work full time. And let me tell you something. In my classroom alone, most of those kids, or at least at least a third of those kids, do not live in the district. Yeah, they don't. I was gonna they say, so are you allowed to teach? Because mm-hmm. I saw that they were saying you couldn't teach. Are you Are you allowed to teach? Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do. I am a paraprofessional. I work with students who have behavior issues, and that's the greatest love for me because I'm very passionate about children, and I'm very, very passionate about you know education and equality and just giving children every day, just letting them know how great they are and the chances that they are even there sitting in a classroom is phenomenal. You yeah. know, so I really, really embed that in these kids because and, – and look at me, you know, because like you just said – uh, if you, I don't know if you how much footage you read or or, 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 or listened to, but the, in that footage, the judge was like, you know, basically, you know, you, I won't ever, you know, you won't ever have a license, yeah. and so I do, I do, I, I only have my, um, I have my associate's degree, but I still can go back because the governor got involved. I still can go back and get my bachelor's degree. I still okay. can go back and finish, you know, what I had started, but I need to, you know, get some things together before I actually finish that. So your appeal um, was that, was granted. Yes. Cause, okay. Yes, Cause I didn't. Involved. I didn't realize that. I didn't know. Cause the last I saw is that you. You. They said you could never teach. Right. Nope. No. I. I can't. I can't teach. The governor Kasich, John Kasich, got involved immediately. A lot of people got involved, like Whoopi Goldberg and P. Diddy and and Sharon. Um. Oh God. What is her name? She's. I love her. Her husband is a rock star. Um, Sharon, Sharon Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne. Um, What's her last name? Osborne. Osborne. Yeah, that's Ozzy's. Yes, yes, yes. The woman. I love her too. Do you understand me? Wow. She's so beautiful. And and I just remember her talking about my situation on the show and stuff. I just, she was just so genuine, authentic. But yeah, so, you know, I had a lot of people that that came in and really, really rooted for me and helped me that were were heavy hitters out here. Uh, And so that was a blessing in itself. What about reform? Like, is there anywhere, like, I mean, we're all, we all live in the same country. You weren't selling drugs. You weren't selling illegal arms. You weren't doing really anything wrong. Like, is is this thing going to be like reformed at all? Like, besides the fact- changing. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like your father changing. was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, Kelly, but like, I feel like your father was probably paying taxes for that school system, right? Definitely, definitely. He so, had, he found the land, this was many years ago, he found the land there, he built his beautiful home on the land. My dad paid taxes on that land. And and then, you know, when all this stuff, they charged him for the same thing they charged me for, but then when uh, the jur- what the jurors, they were like, we can't, we can't, he didn't, only thing my father did was say, I could use this address. He didn't find the children up. He didn't do anything. All he said was go ahead. But they tried to use him as that. But what happened was they could not get him for that. Me and my dad, if you see the footage, we're on trial together. I didn't but see what that. Happened was, wow. Once, I also, once you get into that, yeah. once, once you get into the vice grips of, 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 the justice system is is you not it's not as easy as people think that you could just run and walk away. No. Mm. So what happened was they start looking. They say, well, let's. I don't say said. I don't know for sure, but I assume they said let's look for other things. Because next thing you know, my dad was on disability, and I guess he was getting he was getting social security, and and he should have been getting social security. Social security. He should have been getting um, uh, SSI. Wait, wait, disability or something. It was either yeah. that or vice versa. But what I'm trying to say in a, in a short 
sentence is um, they just say, well, you stole $100,000, so now we take you to jail for, for, for a whole year. And so that's where he, and then that's how he never came back home. Oh, he died there. Christ, wow. That's that's horrific. That's It gets deep, yes. Wow. Yes. God damn. Now, I'm just now, curious, um, if you don't mind me asking, like, how long ago did this take place, and has there been a lot of changes since then in the... Uh, like education system. stuff. It, it took it took place it took place six years ago now. It's time is really starting to fly. It, it's actually this month, six years ago, um I was okay. sitting in, in, in jail. Uh, so it's been about six years. And uh, yes, you know, there's there's several other states like uh, uh Connecticut, um, that will uh in you to jail. So we were able to I was able to get that uh that law changed. I, I was a part of it. Uh, I was a part of that. That I was able to help um, that law get changed. So, and I, I definitely do that now. I speak. I travel. I talk uh, about my situation. Uh, former Governor Jeb Bush just recently, what five weeks ago, asked me to come and do a summit, um, be a part of a panel on a, a, a summit of education, excellence of ed- education, um, and I went there. <clears throat> You know, he's a Bush, you know, and they're very prominent in our country and, yeah. you know, so on and so forth. So he asked me to come and I did it. And I'm so happy I did. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm oh. so happy I did because, you know, every time I get an opportunity to speak about equality or push for equality of education for every single child across this country, it just elevates me. It just makes me feel some kind of way um, that I can help some kind of way. And people see my story and they know my passion and know I'm genuine. Yeah. And, and to see that take place and help another child Hmm. you know my children are grown now i have my youngest is 19 the other one she's 21 and i still tell my story and i tell it because there's another grandpa there's another grandma there's another aunt uncle mom dad whatever that that is struggling right as we speak Hmm. about their children and what they're going to do with their kids and and they want their kids safe they want them to have a great education and they want them to have a start in life yeah and I'm that pusher. Just I'm that better pusher. Life. That is what I do. I admire that you just want to be a teacher because I, I've heard it's not the best paying profession. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it could be a rough job. Yeah, just my, just my, that somebody wants to be a teacher, I admire. What were you saying? My sister's she, trying to do it. Yeah. Trying she's, to work. She, she's trying to work with the uh, kids that have, like, I guess, disabilities. That's like, what everybody Tommy yeah. from high school does. He's a special ed teacher. Yeah. So that's cool. and that's what and, and 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 she's a great she's a great person for wanting to do that because like you said it's not easy. I work with behavior students. You know what I'm saying? They come in and and they're inner city kids, so they may yes. not have the best. You know, they may not they may not have had a, a dinner that night. They may have slept at a friend's house. They may not have clothes or whatever. Or you know, I work with that population of kids. You know, so so I so I can definitely relate to her wanting to do that because you have a passion, and 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 believe me, they're not open arms in the morning when you come into work because mm. you know they got a hard life. Yeah. They're not open arms to you in, in a lot of cases, you know, because they're kids and they and they may have a rough situation. But if you have those kind of teachers that's passionate. And, and have the patience, yeah. then, it, you know, if you can just save one child's life in a school year, man, the gratitude that you receive from that, and you don't have to get recognition. If you know yourself that you're happy uh, that you were able to change someone's life for the better. That's amazing. Yes. My son's a little scam artist. He, uh, 
I guess he realized that if you don't bring a snack to school, the teacher gives you a snack. So he'll <laughs> eat his snack on the bus and then get an extra snack <laughs> in school. <laughs> Definitely, yes. I'm like, dude, if you can't do that. Food. But he's like, he's like, I can't do that. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's good. We need to, you know, we need, that's what we need. We need more um, uh, bus drivers that, that can help out. We need more, you know, uh, aids and everything that, that can help out our children. As just, much as possible. Yeah, because, you know I they agree. need it. Just like one time, I like just coming up too off the top of my head. Like, yeah, he went to he went to school, and I guess there was a book sale, and he didn't have any money, and his teacher gave him a few bucks to buy a book. Like, that's that's yeah, great. You know, that's great when you hear. And like you like said, that. we don't have we don't the teachers, the staff, the administrators. We don't. I mean, well, once you become once you get into the administration, then yes, you start making you know pretty good money. But like yeah. you said, in the classroom, the, you know, staff, we 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 don't we're not mm. you know we're not. We're not super, you know, we're not super financially stable, but definitely no matter what, if a student comes and they haven't eaten, we got food, we bring food in, we have things sitting there for them to eat and everything throughout the day because we we know how it is. We definitely know how it is. Yeah. Like, I I don't even, when I was a kid, I don't think that was an option. Like, you either had or you didn't. Like, I think that's a great thing that that that's done nowadays Mm -hmm. for the kids. What up? Right. Right. Uh, So, yeah, I'm really glad to hear, like, you're allowed to teach, Kelly. Was your probation also, um... Was that also taken away? Because I think you had a three-year probation, right? Uh huh. And so that that uh, John Casey, what he did was, um, he had like forty hours of of, of um, community service, counseling, 80, 80 hours of of um, community service, and oh my god, it was a long laundry list of things that I had to, you know, like, like you said, and then go back every month to 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 check in. I guess that's the word to check in, yeah, and, and make sure you know I haven't left the, the state or the country or whatever, you know, yeah, how the process was. So yeah, so um, yeah. I had to check in every month, but once John Casey got involved, I mean, once I got a report with the with um, my um, the probation officers, they they knew the situation, and they was like, you know, just call us, yeah. just call me every month, you know. They they was like, that's just you know, everybody. It, it was did you know did I do wrong? Yes, yes. I, you know, I should not have I should not have falsified. I should not have said I, I live full time at that address. Okay, at the end of the yeah. day, that was wrong. And and I totally you know get that, but did the punishment fit the crime? Now believe me, if I had Absolutely did anything, which thank God I'm not that I'm not a criminal minded person. Yeah. But if I had done anything, guess what? I would have had to go back and do ten years. I would have had to do five plus five consecutive ten years in the hardcore penitentiary. That's yeah. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if when you went to prison, if it was minimum security or. If it was hardcore. Yeah, it was. Yep, it was. It mm. was really. I only did. I, I did. I was supposed to do ten days, and I did nine of the ten because John Kasich had came down on the. Everybody, they said they had to unplug the walls at the courthouse. I don't know how true that was, but that was the word that got back to me. Wow. That it was crazy. It was yes. Wow. It was mayhem that when that happened because people were all over the country were like, and not just all over the country. Like, uh, it was. I was getting letters in jail from Paris, London, UK, England, oh, wow. uh, um, 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 I don't know, Australia, Australia, wow. okay? I was getting yes. letters from all over the world, yeah. and people were like, you know, I feel you, I'm so sorry, and I, and I probably still have some paper, uh, some, some some letters or something somewhere around here, because yeah. um, people were so passionate about what had happened, and it just felt, it made me feel good um, to know, you know, that- People were that on your side. I have- 
supported me. Yes, golly, the support was real, and it, and it just made me feel like, man, I just you know, after that point, I've always been a person to want to help someone else, but like now, you know, when I go speak and stuff, and, and I talk to kids, and like here, I live in Akron, Ohio, and we have an all-time rate up for some reason. Our kids are, and it doesn't have to be. Um, inner city kids these are suburban kids these are these are kids that, that's coming from a good background and these kids are starting to and i know i'm going off and i don't mean to but i have to say this these kids are committing suicide and these mm-hmm. and this depression stuff is, is getting out of hand mm-hmm. you understand yeah so so my du- so my duty is because i've been depressed okay when this stuff happened believe me <clears throat> i was on my knees looking up and praying to god and asking him what do you need me to do what did i do wrong please help me i mean because it was it was bad. Yeah. I can't explain to you how bad it was. So when I see a kid that yeah. that, that thinks their life is crap. It hits you harder as a kid, I would think. It hits you a lot harder <laughs> as a child. Yes. So 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 I so I so so what I do is I go and I talk I'm I'm a life coach now. I go and I talk to kids across the country. I don't just tell my story. I tell these kids where I come from and and I and I tell them, you know, that you can you you don't have to just take that easy route out and just you are it, let me tell you something. The stats of us being here if I'm correct, the scientists said it's 400 trillion to one to that you're that we're all here right now. That's a huge number. That's a chance. So wow. I have to, yeah. So so I have to tell these kids how important they are to be here. Yeah. They're just not here just by chance, and that they're here for a reason. You know, and you have to, and whatever your reason <laughs> is, we all go through trials and tribulations. We all go through things, but the whole thing is, you have to discuss it. You have to reveal it to heal. To heal it. How about that? You have to reveal it to heal it. Okay. I like that. And so I like too. I, yeah, like you, you said, to... I always noticed like growing up and stuff. I always thought like, yeah, I'm the only one having this problem. But then you talk to your friends or whatever you talk, and you realize That's other right. people go- have gone through yeah. it or are going through it. Like it definitely helps to talk about stuff. Definitely. Definitely, you have to talk about it. So I talk to kids all over, and I just tell them my story, and I tell them, listen, tomorrow's gonna be a new, brand new day. Yeah. Just always know that cool. versus trying to take pills or whatever you know whatever these kids are doing this is ridiculous so i just i had to get that out. i wanted you to i wanted you both to, to know that you know that um that is something i'm very passionate about just like you said a suicide thing right my sister when she was in high school i forget what year it was like maybe like 10th grade like i think if one more student had committed suicide that year they were gonna just shut the school down like she oh, had teachers oh my she God. had teachers like one or two teachers and like i forget how many students that year all committed suicide like it was crazy wow so i'm curious uh correct me if i'm wrong but you said like the kids that are depressed are like these suburban kids who aren't really that bad off so what do you think is causing them to be so depressed well a lot of times you when 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 i hear the kids um and, and like you said, they, they're not having any major issues, and so, or at least it doesn't seem like they are. But they're having pressure. They they feel that they're not being accepted. You know. You got, also, another thing I do is the bullying. I do a bullying program, and and they they uh they're getting bullied a lot of situations. A lot of times they're getting bullied by their peers. And of course, in this day and age, if you rat or kill, that's wrong. And no, yeah. it's not that. Why tell tell it tell it. Tell it, tell it, scream it, yell it, <laughs> tell your mom, your dad, a counselor, tell somebody that you're being bullied. It's nothing wrong with it. And parents, 
if the parents are listening in, parents talk to your kids, tell them, hey, if somebody's doing something to you, you don't like it, you tell me. You tell me. I don't care what. Don't ever think that this, that is too much or that you're going to be bullied even more. And, you know, and these and administration or teachers, they got to get off their butt and do something about it. Don't. Good. You know, push it under the rug. My one, my one son, all of us. My one son uh, said he he told me he went to a teacher over over some kid that was bullying him, and the teacher told him not to be a tattletale. The teacher said that to him, but at See, the I same like, time, there's a lot of teachers that do that. Some and I don't other, like that yeah, I wow. the My ex wife uh, went at that teacher hard, and like, yeah. and uh, now all of a sudden, this teacher is really nice to him and going out of her way. So yeah, yeah like sometimes you have to do that, like as a parent, like you have to, you have to check a teacher. Yeah. Do not ever feel a teacher is because because let me tell you, something. I never would have thought that. that you go into that classroom. Yes, and you tell that teacher, hey, I don't like that you X, Y, Z, or whatever. Mm. They know I can't mess with that kid. I can't intimidate yeah. that child because he's going to tell his mother or father yeah. or whatever. You know, like, they, I'll confront somebody, but to get checked. I wouldn't think, like, you would ha- even have to go about that, you know, with a teacher. Like, you figure the teacher would be... Yeah. would have some good judgment and be out for all the kids. Like, but yeah, no, like... Well, let me tell you something. I've been in. The, I've been working in the school system for a while, and let me tell you something. No, it's not always that case. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's why I'm saying right now. Let's put that out there. Sometimes the parent has to check the teacher. Yes. You have to go in. You have to say, "Hey, cool. yes, yes, you have to." Like and that. before I go, I want people to know I do have a, a book on Amazon, and it's called The Mom, The Mom by Kelly Williams Bowler, and it just talks about everything that happened. And believe me, that those proceeds just help helps me to. I'm, the ebook is like four hours, yeah. but it just helps me to uh, maintain and go across the country and, and to talk to kids and to do, do you know, and may, maybe help uh, uh, network and socialize and be able to deal with certain certain issues that uh, we, we are coming across with our kids, you know, across the socioeconomic background. It doesn't matter. I'm there for the kids and I'm going to always, that's, that's my duty for that, the rest of my life. That's called The Mom? <laughs> the Mom by Kelly Williams Bullard. The awesome. Mom by awesome. Kelly Williams Bullard. Cool. On Amazon. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's been great <laughs> talking to you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it so much. You guys were genuine, and you just don't understand how much I appreciate uh, coming on to your program. It's, it, it, I was looking it up, man. You guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you weren't worried. <laughs> Sometimes guests are like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. But it's yeah, good. We're, we're, we're silly geese. But yeah, no, if somebody's got a great cause or like or a great problem, yeah, we're, yeah. we're not going to be jerks. Like, no, nah, your story's amazing and, <laughs> and you're doing the right thing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate it. And we're going to Everybody find you on like social media. Um, you guys can go on to Twitter. I'm Kelly Williams. Well, well it's Kelly K E L L E Y W Bullard, or just my regular name on Facebook, Kelly Williams Bullard. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn too. So you can check that out. LinkedIn. Awesome. All right, Kelly. Have a good one. Yeah. You too, guys. Bye bye. Take care. Take care, Kelly. <laughs> Such cool. a cool interview. Yeah. Such a cool interview. Just well, such a shitty thing that to have to be like 
going through all that shit, being arrested for 10 days just because it's, you it's your bullshit. kids were in a yeah. different I, district. Like I, uh, Her father was paying fucking taxes for that school. Yeah. That's yeah. what got me like the most pissed. Yeah. Like, just revealing the story. I didn't know she'd gotten that far of a result, which is amazing. And it kids, even kind of blew my mind, too, because uh, like at first when she started talking, I was like, well, maybe this happened in the early 90s, and when she said six years ago, yeah. I was like, that's that's recent. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and like fucking judges, man. They just... <laughs> Yeah, I, I heads up their assholes. Yeah, I'm glad she's able to teach because uh, like I didn't even realize that. Like I was prepping for the interview. I just the last thing I saw was like that they said she would never teach. Like you're gonna fuck over her one chance to better herself right. in a kid's situation. But I just love the celebrities too. That that stood in that stood Sharon in, Osbourne. Like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Even Sharon Osbourne. That's so cool. All right, guys, we'll be back. We'll be back in a mo. I guess I'll throw some more tunes on. Yeah. For you guys. For you guys is. Yo, you better because if not, I'm gonna sing some more raspberry oh, stuff. Oh yes, no, we don't need that. He's gonna raspberry he's the gonna, shit. He's gonna raspberry. What's that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. What's that? It's that called linger no. from the cranberry. What's up, bitches? It's your boy, Deezus, here, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. If you love all the crazy shenanigans that go on over here, you should definitely check out my podcast, Deezus, Take the Real. It's part late-night talk show, part movie podcast, all parts dope. We play games. So here's the game. These are uh, the games called Elevator Pitches. Tell crazy stories. So, so stone-faced. This is when I wish this was a video podcast, because you mm-hmm. have to see my face, but he just looks at me and goes... Your skin is black, but your white is present, and they scurries out the door. (laughs) And when I say scurries, like it's exactly what you're thinking. He scurried. Wow. And and of course, nerd out over movies. And this is all in the visual. Like there's no dialogue else. So the visuals tell me that so you you have the driver. He knows he he's hid this side of himself from Irene this entire movie. He can't avoid it now. If he wants to save her life, he's got to show his true his true self, like the fucking, the violent anger. In short, it's pretty fucking lit. So come join the party with us every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, all your favorite podcast platforms. So find me on Twitter at Real and let's get weird. Jesus take the real. I'm here to save you motherfuckers. Now back to the show. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Robin Slim Show. We're back with uh, act- Hollywood actress Deborah Lamb. Correct? <laughs> you're asking me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't know. I, I was hoping it was you on the phone. I was hoping it wasn't the Drizz's ex. He, <laughs> we, have a, we have a couple guys on the show that they have they have their fans call all the time, and I'm like. Just stop. Just stop, guys. <laughs> we, we, we got this guy. He's got a lot of fans to call. Yeah. Deborah, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? Good, We're good. Great. Where are you? You're in L.A. right now? I'm in Los Angeles. That is correct. How's the weather? It's freezing out here. Oh, you're in New Jersey, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's um, it's actually the weather's been really nice this week. <laughs> it, will, it will it will be getting cold. Okay, I what, assure you. What's does, cold though? It does actually get really cold here in winter. Really? Yeah, but not this week. It's really nice. I was just outside 
And, um, yeah, it's actually really nice. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You've, you've been acting for a long time, and I, I was reading your bio and said so your parents moved to L.A. when, or your mother moved you to L.A. when you were 15, correct? Yeah, 14 or 15. I, I can't remember exactly, but, yeah, right around there. And she was, uh, you guys were basically sister. homeless? Um, not the whole time, but, um, yeah, we actually, we, we were, um, we, let's see, we, we did stay, I remember we stayed at a hotel for just, for just a few days, and, oh, this is really funny, okay, so my mom got one of those Map to the Stars homes, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we, she drove us around Beverly Hills, and we went to Pat Boone's house. <laughs> you know, you know Pat Boone, the singer. Yes, so we, yes. So I'm to Pat Boone's house, and and went to the door, and his wife answered, and I forget her name, but um, <laughs> she was very gracious, and my mom was asking her. Um. Yeah, I, I. This is the first time I'm telling this story to anybody. Um, she asked her if there was anything she could do to help us, and she was very gracious. But wow. she said, "No, I'm so sorry. I, I wish there was something I could do." And you know that you know. But she was really nice about it. Wow. And um, but yeah, we uh, we kind of we we had some luck. We um, uh, my mom was. There was a couple different churches because uh, this happened over the course of, you know, like the first year we were in L.A. Um, there were some different uh, church uh, churches that my mom was a part of and or we were. And um, like there was this one empty apartment that we were in one Christmas that that somebody let us stay there for free, I think, for just wow. like a week. Yeah. Or maybe it was a week or two. I think it was a week or two. So we were there, and I remember this one Christmas, we were sitting in this empty apartment, and the church the church members that were letting us stay there, which, which of course, we were very grateful for, but they, I think they were right next door, and <laughs> we, they're next door having Christmas dinner and everything with all their family and friends, and, and uh, not that they should have had us come over but they should we have. were like in the next apartment in this empty cold apartment with yeah. no furniture they should have had you guys over like they could have <laughs> <laughs> they could have at least done that if it were me yeah i i definitely wouldn't let people yeah sit in an empty cold apartment on christmas no no, no. <laughs> i wouldn't do that to but, slim um, <laughs> <laughs> but eventually um, eventually, my mom got on her feet, and yeah. um, you know. So was it culture shock? Like I, I saw you went to Beverly Hills High School. Like how how did you fit in there? Well, that's really funny too because um, yeah, I was like the probably there was probably a couple a couple other kids besides me um, that were like really really super poor going to Beverly Hills High School. With these imagine. six, with sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen-year-olds uh, driving around in Porsches and uh, Alfa Romeros and yeah. <laughs> brand new cars, <laughs> <laughs> and I was wearing Goodwill clothes that was 
like falling off and my pants were falling down and <laughs> things like that. <laughs> I just I know my parents weren't that well off and yeah, we lived in a we lived in a pretty uh, rich county in the, in the in the state. I saw I got made fun of. Like I can only imagine out there like how bad it was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was I was a little bit out of place and there were for the most part people just pretty much ignored me yeah um um, but there were a couple people who kind of made fun of me but you know um i i just it's just one of those things i was actually just really grateful to be there it was a really great school Mm. i had great teachers so that's for me for me it wasn't I had already been traumatized before that already. So, so nothing, could, <laughs> nothing there could, yeah, could really yeah, I wasn't, mess with you. you know, like that was that wasn't that traumatizing to tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you traumatized traumatized by? Oh, just childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sucks. That sucks. It's okay, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I was I was a strong little kid, you know. I mean, I I um I I'm a survivor, so mm. there you go. And when did you get your first break? I, I from what I read, it was uh trains, planes and automobiles with uh with John Candy <coughs> and Steve Martin, correct? Yep, yep, yep. Um I was um in, um, you're just going by my IMDb bio, aren't you? <laughs> I, I was reading a lot of that. It was, it was very, very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. It said your scene was cut from the movie, but you landed, um, you landed uh, a Screen Actors Guild card from that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, I was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I had a really big scene with John Candy and Steve Martin. It was completely improvised. I was, I, I was already. They were doing a scene at a um, strip club and I was one of the dancers um, and then they needed somebody to do improv with John Candy and Steve Martin and I actually had <laughs> I was in an improv comedy group um, at this theater called the Wild Side Theater so I was I was doing improv um, on a weekly basis and um, so so John Hughes picked me to do the scene and it was hilarious. So um, John Candy comes in and I'm dancing on stage and he starts to do his usual John Candy stuttering, <laughs> bumbling, stuttering kind of shtick. Yeah. And then I was doing, yeah, and then I was doing it too. So we were just bantering back and forth and then Steve Martin's character comes in and then I start insulting Steve Martin. <laughs> well, not 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 him. Not I wasn't insulting Steve Martin. I wasn't, you know, yeah. insulting, insulting his, his character. character. Yeah. <laughs> what was the candy man like? Yeah, what was it like? You know, John Candy. He have a hook on his hand. And, oh. oh, my God. He was so sweet. And Steve Martin's more reserved. Yeah. But, you know, I can see that. he was cool, too. But, um, <laughs> but John he was so nice and sweet. Mm. And um, later in the day, he let me go in his trailer and use his phone. He was just so, so nice. And I had this prop. I was actually a model. Um, I don't know. It was a few weeks before I shot that scene. Um, a lot of the uh, aspiring actresses of the time, um, uh, I knew a lot of these other girls that we modeled for a prop. 
that was in planes, trains, and automobiles. And what it was is a cal- uh, calendar for John Candy's character, who is a, um, if you remember, it, he is a shower curtain ring salesman. <laughs> so he not, he's not selling shower curtains, he's selling the shower curtain rings. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's this prop, and um, I actually have it. I have it signed by John Candy and Steve Martin. Wow. And, um, but it's this calendar where each month a girl is, uh, the, you know, each month has a theme. And I'm September, so I'm posing against the shower curtain. We're all posing in the shower with the shower curtains, showing off the shower curtain rings. And so I'm just September. So I have books. I have these like little books um, on my boobs, <laughs> and I have a little. I have a little graduation cap on, and it's really cute. Cool. That's so, awesome. And I was, uh, yeah, but I, you know, it's a family movie. It's a holiday movie. So that whole scene was cut. That's why. From the, yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's not surprising. Um, I, I would have to think the, the film is somewhere, you know, hopefully it's not completely deteriorated by now. Yeah, Who knows? The Maybe real. it's out there. Yeah. Maybe the DVD yeah. launch. Also, I was also in, RoboCop, you know the original RoboCop oh, with Peter movie. Weller and Nancy Allen. Wow. Yeah, and I, yeah, I was in one of those commercials that were the "I'd buy that for a dollar" guy, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so I was in a commercial with the "I'd buy that for a dollar" guy. Cool. And um, I was uh, juggling pizza dough, uh, little pizza dough balls. So, so during the <laughs> Yeah, it was Peter Peter Verhoeven, and we're shooting the commercial, and he just has this pounding on pizza dough. So during one of the breaks where he was um, adjusting the camera or something, so I, I had these little pizza balls, pizza dough balls, and I started <laughs> juggling them. And um, Paul Verhoeven says, oh, yeah, do that. So um, so I'm ju- juggling pizza dough balls. And but that but they ended up using in Robocop they just used one of the commercials and they just kept showing the same commercial over and over instead of the different commercials. Oh. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you currently working on, Deborah? Oh, quite a bit. Um I've been uh going back and forth to London, um, from LA to London and uh I shot a movie called There's No Such Thing as Zombies over in London uh, um, earlier. Let's see, when was it? I don't know. It was like August or something last year. And then, um, or maybe it was September. I, I really can't remember. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> and then I went back to shoot a film called uh, Espresso to Die For. And I'm going to go back to shoot another film. Um, which I think I'm not supposed to say the name of it. I'm not sure, but I better not, just in case. I don't want to get in trouble. No. (laughs) Cool. And uh, I have a TV series coming up that I'm going to be shooting in a few months called uh, Jezebeth. And uh, I just heard from my manager that I'm attached to another miniseries, but um, I don't even know the name of it, so... Cool. That's that's I'll, good I'll stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Cool, cool. Yeah, what so been... I, I've been really busy. Last year I was pretty busy. I, I think I'm going to be really busy this year. Yeah. What's been your favorite role that you've that you've portrayed? Um, there was a couple good ones. Um, there's a film I did with director Joe Hollow in a film called Disciples, and I really liked my character in that. I was um, Marishka, and I'm in the film with Bring Stevens, Linnea Quigley, and Barbara Magnolfi, and Camden Toy, to- uh, Tony Todd, um, Bill Mosley's in it, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. And um, who else? Um, oh, gosh, just a lot of, lot of big horror icons. And um, I actually, oh, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, spoiler alert in case anybody wants to to watch it cover your ears so um i actually killed tony todd (laughs) oh and it stars tom lodwick is in it and that was a good one um let's see i also really liked my role as tina in a film called evil spirits i star as uh here's another spoiler alert you're not supposed to know this but um in this movie evil spirits i think it was the early 1990s and I play Karen Black's daughter. You know Karen Black, of course, right? What? Uh, no, I, it doesn't It doesn't ring a bell. Karen Black is a huge movie star. She was in a movie with Jack Nicholson called Five Easy Pieces. Okay. And Slamma knows that movie? Slamma knows. Hashtag Slamma knows. <laughs> Knows. He's Googling. <laughs> Our intern is uh, going to learn everything about Karen Black yeah. on her IMBD right now. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jack Nicholson as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see what else. Um, another one, let's see. Another one I really liked was, um, oh, I really liked Betty in The Invisible Maniac. And you know, um, Adam Rifkin, he, um, you know, he's he's doing really well for himself uh, right now. He's uh, he directed a movie called Dog Years, uh, starring Burt Reynolds, and wow. he's doing another film. I think it's completed. Uh, yeah, I think it's in festivals called, uh, also with Burt Reynolds, called The Last Movie Star. Wow. And <clears throat> yeah, and. Um, Let's see. Oh, you know, um, there was a couple other really cool things that I got cut out of. <laughs> I was in the pilot episode of, you know, the Star Trek show with Scott Bakula called Star oh, Trek Enterprise. Yeah, I, I, I watched it. I watched that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Trekkie. Yeah, yeah. It was all about Enterprise Star Wars. Star Force. I love the Star Trek movies. I love the shows. I, you know, I was a big fan of the original. Um, Come yeah, is... <laughs> yeah. What? No, nothing. Hey, he just... said con. He said con. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was in the pilot episode of Enterprise, and I was an alien. I was a fire, a fire breathing or fire spitting alien, and they made. Oh, and I unfortunately. I couldn't take any pictures, but I had this huge alien head 
like a big cone head. Um, and like it I was really that. cool. And then they, they did all this body painting on me. It was so cool, but there's no, no it pictures. But Slambo remembers it. But Slambo, our got, intern, remembers it. He was saw it the in, footage. Was it in the actual <laughs> episode? or? Oh, no. My, it wasn't ever. Okay. My scene, the whole scene that I was in, it was a scene where they go to some, like, um, uh, town, like alien town. Like, it's, um, it's one of those, um, oh gosh, I don't know how to call it. It's one of those, uh, towns where there's lots of, uh, like a bars and hookers and, the cantina. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mos Eisley. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Strange creatures. You know the you know the bar in the original Star um in the original Star Wars. Yes. That Han Solo goes in. And he they're in there. Yeah. Cantina. Yeah. 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 It's like that. It's like, but it's a whole like town that's like that. Greedo shot first? Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? <laughs> Tell me what you're saying. What did you say? He said Greedo shot first. Greedo shot? What? <laughs> it's from Star Wars. It's from Star Wars. This is a Star Wars reference. That's all. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but the, I, I was also in that other Star Trek um, series, the one with the... What's the one with the girl with the really short hair, like the sexy Vulcan chick? Oh, was that a Voyager? A Voyager, Is it yeah. Voyager? Yeah, yeah. I think that's Voyager. She's like, she's like a Borg or something like that. She's like a cyborg she's chick. Not, or something. A Borg? No, no, she's not. No, no, that's a different one. Oh, no, wait, not that are one. you you talk about the uh, Deep Space Nine or something? It's the one with the out Deep Space Nine. Deep Space guess, Nine. Yeah. There's... It's the maybe you know maybe it is deep space nine. Yeah, it's the one with the Vulcan chick with the really short hair. No, that one. Like, remember about... that one? Do you remember that? That might have been that 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 might have been Enterprise too. Uh, yeah. uh... It, was, it was before. It was before Enterprise. It was before. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> What was she in, Slambo? Um, I thought you were. I thought you were a Star Trek. Uh, I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> it's been a while since I've saved some of them. <laughs> you, okay. You're fired, I'm, I'm completely bra bra brain dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Exactly. Whatevs. <laughs> Hashtag whatevs. Whatever. You, you served your so, service. Deborah, were you in anything okay. that you weren't cut out of? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, duh. I, otherwise, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have a career. Would I? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> my career would be just being in stuff and then getting cut out <laughs> that would be kind of cool though yeah as a gimmick, like, that's like our, <laughs> and then like here. like you would have these big fans who would have to go out of the way to find that hidden yeah. footage that like mm -hmm. isn't anywhere <laughs> no that would be really sad wouldn't it <laughs> but um <laughs> no no i've 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 uh <laughs> you're supposed to 
You're supposed to tell the audience what I've been in. You're not supposed to have me tell the audience what I've been in. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, Slambo. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Don't look at me, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just an employee here. An employee. Well, you did the research, right? What was she in? What was those noises you did before? What? What? What noises? Why the, <laughs> the fuck is the Dynasty Diner on my freaking phone? Like, what, what the hell is that? Got a there? diner app. I don't He's know. Ordering his food right now. It's, it's, You're a mess, Lambo. I am. <laughs> it's hard to find good help. We have uh, Rob. Who are you guys? Got to introduce yourselves. Rob and who else? And Slim. Yeah, I'm the Driz. And the Driz. The he's Driz. Our, yeah. He's. I'm a rapper. I'm gonna be famous in San Francisco. Are, <laughs> have you ever been to San Francisco, Driz? Yeah, like um, ten million times. Duh. Did you ever rap live out there? Yeah, I got a whole song about San Francisco. It goes like this: <laughs> Yo, yo, I'm down on a beach in San Francisco. It's very fancy. There's a lot of rich buildings. They're really rich. They're like made out of gold. Yeah, I wanna steal one of the buildings because I'd make a lot of money if I had a building made out of gold. Skyscraper. Yeah. Did you? Record that? Okay. Yeah, it's on my okay. new album, uh, uh, San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Deborah. I, I have a little bit of advice for you. Yeah. For yeah, for me, yes, I don't need any advice. advice the Driz. I like this. Uh, don't quit your day job. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, have but that one. is my day job. That's all he's got going. That's <laughs> all he's got going for him. Yo, uh, at least nobody cuts me out of my raps. Oh, <laughs> I'll cut you out. Deborah, thank you so much for talking to us. Where can everybody find you? Oh, I'm everywhere. Um, Facebook. Um, I have a regular page. I have a fan page. They're both under Deborah Lamb. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as the Deborah Lamb. My website is thedebralamb.com. And um, yeah, just I'm everywhere. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that's it? That's it? We're done? Yeah, yeah gotta, we got another interview in five minutes. So. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, Time hey, flies by, a... Deborah. What? Listen. Yeah, time flies. Uh, time flies, Deborah. Yes, yes, it does. No, I was going to say thank you for having me on. You guys are a lot of fun. So are you. Thank you, Deborah. Have thank a good one. Thank you. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, All right. take care, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Slambo, why can't you tell her what she's worked in? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> We're going <laughs> Hey, Slambo. Yeah! You want to see some cool shit, bro? Mm-hmm, yeah! Then get ready to embrace the weird at embracetheweird.design and check out everything they have to offer. Embrace the Weird has stuff like uh, women's and men's clothes of all sorts, wall paintings, skateboards, and more. And they also have the artwork uh, from the genius mind and hands of Brian A. Bernard. So go right now to EmbraceTheWorld.Design. Ah, oh, sorry. Fuck. You're going you're gonna to fix this, I know. It's EmbraceTheWeird.Design and check it out, bro. Yeah! You're listening to Rob and Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. Hip-hop uh, Yeah, no, no, I don't fucking rip off You gotta of do anybody. a Hanukkah version. <laughs> yeah. Hanukkah. I gotta do all my own shit. Do you do any bar mitzvahs, Slim? Driz. 
<laughs> Yo, I don't know. I don't mess around with Barbispas. Show me what you got. Don't Show do me what. Robin Slim Show. Yo, what's up, boys? Tony. Tony What's going on, Tony? How are you, my friend? Not bad, you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, brother. How have you been? How were the holidays? Uh, well, pretty good. Put on a couple of pounds, you know. Yeah. Work it off now. <laughs> That's all you can do. That's all you can <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> Just been so friggin' cold, I can't get out, you know. I was going to ask. I was going to ask up there. You're in Montreal because we're, we're dying here. Well, no, I, I'm outside of Toronto. Okay. I was born in Montreal, but I live just outside of Toronto. Okay, okay. And, yeah, I, I can only imagine. I can only imagine because we're dying in Jersey. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I heard we're getting you guys the blast from Canada. That's why we're so cold. <laughs> they always say that. <laughs> it's always Canada's fault. Blame Canada. <laughs> getting that Canadian chill. Yeah. <laughs> the Canadian chill. That's my wife. <laughs> wife for life. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to ask you, when you guys uh, do a phone interview with Ryder Doll, does she still charge you by the minute or what? No, she's, she's very, very gracious with that, with the interviews. Yeah. You get a discount? Yeah. <laughs> Senior discount? <laughs> the Rob and Slim discount. The Rob and Slim discount. The Rob and Slim discount. Yes, yes. <laughs> she's a great gal. She's a great gal. Does a lot so of... What a lot of stuff what for us. possessed you to have me on the show tonight with all these uh great people on it's, you, it's downhill from here you know that oh, but i, I figured, don't know i think it was downhill the, with the last i figured you there. could at least tell us tony what you've acted in and not ask <laughs> our intern here and and, <laughs> and not laugh terribly at your own statements <laughs> hey you guys never saw five easy pieces no was she cut out of that too <laughs> she, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know what she looks like. But, um, that was that was a, that that diner scene is like a classic with mm. Jack Nicholson. Oh, then you know, you're the Nicholson the expert, Slambo. Yeah, that's the scene I've seen. Okay, you've seen the scene. Yeah, he's seen. Oh, the oh, scene. I've seen the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. Your time. I like that other one with the that's the old movie with Jack Nicholson with the witches. What, what was that like? Witches, uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. The, the witches of witches. Witches of Eastwick. Yeah. Witches of Eastwick. I really like that fucking movie. I like The Shining. Yeah. Shining's Shining. Good. And I like the one he did with um. One flew over the cuckoo. Sandler. The one he did oh, with man. Sandler. Classic. Classic. And then uh, that Cougar's Nest. Anger Management. That's what he did with Sandler. Yeah. But Cougar's Nest. He was so young yeah. in that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That was that was a great. I mean he. Great film. He was still uh, bald, but he was, I think he lost his hair early. Yeah, I think so. Probably high school, like my buddy. Well, you know, he pulled it off. Huh? He did? He did. Oh, yeah. He did. So you guys been well? Yes, Tony. You yeah. uh, Have you been getting a lot of acting jobs? I know last time we talked to you, you mentioned um, a gig you had in South Africa, correct? Uh, well, that was a couple of years ago. Okay. What, yeah. What's your most recent project? Um, my most recent, I, I was um, uh, a Canadian TV series called uh, Murdoch Mysteries. Okay. And that aired in October. Um, I think after I spoke to you guys, I did a short indie film, which uh, is probably going to do like uh, the festival circuit. Cool. Uh, it's a cute little movie, you know, probably about, uh, I don't know, 16 minutes long or something like that. Who, who did you play fun. in that? 
I played the father of a girl who had a eating disorder, sort of a, an anorexic, you know. Mm, and yeah. uh, I mean, it, it was you know heavy, heavy material, but there yeah. were some funny moments in it as well. Cool. It's a nice little film. As I love just and, you talking about that makes me think of uh, Little Miss Sunshine. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. Like, oh that, yeah, oh, great film. Yes. Yeah. Just some of the funniest, saddest, yeah, uh, greatest movie moments, greatest moments. In that was the one with Dimitri Martin, right? Uh, Steve Carell. What's his name? Uh, oh my God, I Is forget his Dimitri name. Dimitri Martin, the grandfather. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, whatever that grandfather. Yeah, I can't remember his name. It was so good, so good. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, how's Boombats doing? Boombats. We've been working the last couple of months putting together uh, a crowdfunding campaign. Uh, we're gonna launch it in uh, the spring. Okay. And hopefully start start shooting in uh, June, depending on uh, how much money we can raise. You know. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you'd uh, filmed it yet. If you were gonna be shopping it around to like Amazon no, and stuff. The guys that I'm doing it with, uh, I mean, I was kind of against doing a. Uh, crowdfunding. I think I had mentioned it to you last time, but they sort of convinced me that that was the route to go. And we've got a there's a fund here uh, yeah, that that's for web series in Canada, and uh, we're going to apply to that in May. So fingers crossed, we'll uh, start shooting sometime in June and um, release them. I guess in August, September, or something. Once they're all put together, you know. Cool. I can't wait to see more of that. I... Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> Actually, my great aunt, that who was the inspiration for the character of Nona that I play, yeah, she just passed away last week. Oh, sorry. Hundred and five years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good genes. Yes. Yes. That's. That's a life. That's a, definitely a life. I don't think I'm making it that far. <laughs> Not if you keep having those uh, brown pops in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think uh, a, a drink now and again is, is good for you. I think so, and I don't. I don't yeah. drink the rest of the week. Like a couple of my friends That's have right. been like, "Yeah, you drink too much." I'm like, "Yeah, but I, I, I drink during the show. That's it." Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So, and you yeah. pace yourself. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the problem. I didn't do that last week. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I had to walk. I had to walk and get a sandwich, and I missed the whole interview. But it wasn't even that important. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an important. No, nah. you were good. We had other guys in too, so it was yeah, fine. <laughs> we do. We have guys come in. They sit for us. It's, we have it's all good. Yeah. Had a real medical physician. <laughs> we have rappers, doctors, uh, yeah. t- special education teachers, ex-cons. We got them all. We got them all, Tony. <laughs> what up, Tony? Have did you do stand-up? I, I saw you open for Jim Carrey. Yeah, that was uh, way back when, when he was still, uh, I guess, starting out as a stand-up comic. He's from he there, right? Uh, he hadn't gone to L.A. yet. Yeah, wow. So, so um, and you know, he, the guy was like, a, he was a kid at the time. I guess he was probably about 19 or something. And, he he uh, must have been. He was a sweetie. Because I was... think, I don't know if I told you that night, uh, you know, I was doing like a... a, a a comedy duo thing with a friend of mine, and we bombed big time. And Jim Carrey, uh, after the show, sort of gave us a little pep talk and stuff, and you know, told us not to worry about it. That uh, 
you know, they've all been through those nights. And uh, wow. no, he was a real, and I knew right then that this guy was uh, destined for stardom, you know, like yeah. you can always tell with certain people and he, he had it, you know, he had the confidence, he had the, uh, the charisma and the charm and everything was working for him. And Shortly after he went to L.A., it all sort of fell together, you know, so. I was going to say, because no I. No big surprise. Even when he came to L.A., he was young. I figured probably <laughs> oh, in his yeah. 20s. Like, yeah. Wow. And he was still doing his impressions, you know, Jimmy Stewart and Sammy <laughs> Davis Jr. and all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Clint he's... Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. I, I just saw that documentary uh, called uh, Andy and Me or something. Did you see that one? I gotta watch. I've that. heard That's about it. Weird shit. Yeah, I heard it was. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, because he played Andy yeah. Kaufman I, in the, the movie. I did love that movie, The Man on the Moon. Yeah, I loved Andy and Kaufman. It, this documentary sort of showed what went on behind the scenes, and you know, Jim was a bit of a nutcase. Uh, he was like, he just made life hell for the the, the director and the cast, and wow, just these stupid kind of tantrums, and you know. Was it because he was in know. character? Like, I heard the whole it was time hard for him to get out of character. He claims that he was in character and that, you know, it was uh, Andy, he was channeling Andy Kaufman, you know, and had, mm. he, he couldn't take responsibility for his actions, which I thought was kind of bullshit, you know? Okay, like, I think we had somebody else on a couple weeks ago who said the same thing. That yeah. That was kind of like, yeah, obviously he was, he was, he was just being basically, a basically, you know, him uh, whacking off and... Uh, you know, trying to be. I'm just blaming. Kind of oh, I'm a method actor, guys. I'm, I'm a method new actor. Andy yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm exactly. in character. <laughs> Sorry yeah. that I right. just destroyed your life. I'm in character. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you could see the director was pulling his hair out. He he just didn't know what to do with this guy. You know. Yeah. But if I was on set, I, I don't think I would have been too happy working with him under those conditions. No. <laughs> but uh, I mean. Prior to that, I mean, the guy was a sweetheart. Yeah. I mean, who knows? The, you know, I think he's got a lot of, a lot of uh, skeletons in the closet and a lot of uh, <laughs> what do they call them? Demons, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially. I mean, he had a rough life, rough yeah. upbringing, so. Uh, a lot of stuff to work out, you know. Mm. What uh, What are you currently working on? Do you have any upcoming projects you could talk about? Um. Actually, a play that I wrote a couple of years ago is going to be produced next summer. Uh, it's called Tit for Tat. It's a comedy, kind of an absurd comedy about a, uh, this uh, frustrated wife who uh, is constantly craving celebrity, you know, because like, she's bored with her life and her marriage. And she wishes for to be famous. And the next morning she wakes up and her husband has grown a pair of tits. And uh, he becomes this instant uh, celebrity thrown into the spotlight, and she just can't handle it because it's what she wanted all the time, you know? Now she's, now she's got to deal with uh, his celebrity, and he becomes, like, huge. He's on People magazine and all the talk shows, and, and yeah, it's pretty stupid. Uh, it sounds, sounds amazing. Great, and that's, yes. a, that's a play that's going to be, like, a stage play? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That makes it even better. Oh, that sounds great. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, we've had a couple of readings of it. Uh, been working on it for the last couple of years, and uh, I'll let you know how it goes. Mm, yeah. Definitely, dude. Definitely. That's cool. Yeah. 
I had a, a couple of auditions before the holidays. One was for uh, Designated Survivor, you know, that uh, series that with Kiefer Sutherland. But I didn't get it. Oh, yeah, no, and I don't it, know it, but I know Kiefer. I've heard yeah, some yeah, stories it's, about it's Kiefer. Another, <laughs> it, it's kind of like, a, what was his other series called? 24? 24, 24. 20, yes. Was it called 24? Yeah. 24. yeah. Same sort of thing, you know, there's always... Uh, He's got to save the world kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like TV yeah. Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I can't believe I can't believe Liam's in another one now. What, what's it called? The Commuter? The or Commuter, something? and it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's basically taken on a train. Yeah. Yeah. The transporter. But good for him. I mean, how old is this guy? Like 75? Yeah. And he's playing yeah. uh Action hero? Yeah. I mean, good for him. <laughs> he's, he's had a bit of work done. I, I can see his eyes have been pulled up a bit, you know. <laughs> he's got that scared look now. Right now. Starting to look like my ex-wife. <laughs> I, I, I always I do this impression of him for my kids, you know. And it's, it's, it's something like, uh, we don't have any bananas. <laughs> you know, I think I know how to say. That's amazing, Man. though. I actually I, like shook a little. Yeah. I was very intimidating. <laughs> you did, eh? Yeah. I, I, didn't have to, I didn't have to produce a gun or anything. <laughs> no, just say we don't have any bananas, and I'm like, oh Obviously. shit, I'm out of here. <laughs> Can't take this. I love it. Can't take hey, the pressure. They've, they've got a series now called Taken. Have you seen that one? No. No, is it, does it have uh, anything to do with the Taken movies? <laughs> uh, I think so, but I haven't seen it myself. Uh, I think every week somebody else is Taken, you know? Is, is Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland, does he play Lee Neeson's character? See, I want to see Kaken. No, I think it's the Kiefer Sutherland lookalike. Uh, okay. I want to see Kiefer yeah. and Kaken. They said, they said we want a Kiefer cake. Sutherland type, you know? <laughs> like Cake Boss meets Liam Neeson. <laughs> Cake boss. Cake boss. They took the double layer German chocolate cake. I'm gonna get it back. The fondant. You hit him with the fondant. <laughs> yeah. That used to be my favorite word when I used to watch the cake boss. Fondant. The fondant. The fondant. I didn't, I didn't know what that was. I but know. It great. <laughs> I had no idea. Have you ever seen that stuff? It looks disgusting. It's terrible. Oh, my, it does look Yeah, yeah my sister went to baking school. Like, she went to Votech for it. Yeah. She said she hated working yeah. with it. With the fondant? What, yeah, what is it? It's, it's like, like flour and sugar or something. It's really? And they, yeah. They, they like right? harden it. They make a sheet. Yeah. It's just candy. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just candy. a sheet of sugar, colored sugar. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tony, I saw some nights I wake up and I say, "Man, I could use some fondant right now." <laughs> one of those. It's gonna be one of those days. <laughs> Slathered yeah. myself. In. <laughs> give, me, give me an extra helping of fondant. <laughs> Just need a little, little fix. <laughs> I saw you, you mentioned last time that show you were on. What was it called? Amerta, the one that was like the oh, Sopranos. The, uh, yeah, that was the French version of. Uh, Sopranos. Yes, I saw that their ratings actually dropped when you were not on the show anymore. What happened to your character on that? He was killed off. That's what I figured. Yeah, but he said- uh, he uh, he. They put a, a wire in his car, and he was caught talking about how he wished 
the um, the big Don would would die or would be killed or or that he would kill the big Don, and uh, then he you know he meets up with the the Don later and he says uh, so I hear uh, you want to kill me you know and uh, of course I've got to start backpedaling and all that and no 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 it was nothing you know <laughs> just me blowing my cool and eventually you know he uh, he gets rid of me he calls me a a rotten apple you know and. He says you gotta gotta get rid of the apple before it spoils the rest of the bushel. You know that sort uh, of analogy. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it it was uh, it, it made quite the impact with the audiences. You know, like they uh, yeah. they were writing into the newspapers saying, "What the hell did you do? You <laughs> killed off the you know the, this great character." The and, you know, character. what were you thinking? Wow. But, um, it was too late by then. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. That's, but it was fun. It, it's so cool that you had that much of an impact on that show and the network. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It was neat being uh, recognized on the street in Montreal. Yeah. You know, that's got to be. Cars would honk, honk their horns and uh, <laughs> eating in restaurants and stuff. People would come over to the table and ask for pictures and autographs. Yes. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> I've quoted your one line from the last time we talked about the house with the cloud of smoke, like the 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 Italian house with you know. Would you? I forget how you you stated it. Like the purple cloud well, of smoke. I was waking up at like you know two in the morning to go to the yes, bathroom, and you yes. walk through the kitchen with this you know blue haze because everybody was smoking at the time yes and I couldn't even I couldn't even make out who my parents were who my relatives were you know <laughs> I brought it up a few weeks feeling, ago and my buddy my way to the bathroom holding on to the walls you know because yeah. trying to get through the smoky haze just trying to breathe some air yes I brought it up yeah, my, exactly. my buddy Chris at work was just dying he's like yes I remember that I remember that <laughs> and everybody was drinking highballs at the time I don't know if if that was you know big with your parents or whatever <laughs> but it wasn't just wine and beer everybody had you know those big glasses of uh whatever they were uh gin gin and tonic and yeah. highballs were really big back yes. then you know everybody had mixed <laughs> drinks that's what we talk about too like at the end of a work day you'd you'd have a drink you'd have a drink with your boss yeah. or whatever like yeah, yeah. people just don't do that anymore like no, I mean, I'd be asleep so fast, you know, just with one of those. <laughs> yeah, yes. Even when I, one of my first, like, just retail jobs, I worked in a supermarket. And yeah, yeah. On, on, I think it was Christmas, the boss called me in his office and we had a drink. It was so <laughs> cool, so cool. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and you went back out and worked after that? Yes, yeah, not really. Not really worked, <laughs> but we just we just had a great day. <laughs> I, worked, I worked in a liquor store for a couple of uh, seasons, you know, just like Christmas relief and summer relief. Yeah. You would think you, we'd get a discount on the booze and stuff, but that never happened. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I figured at least something, at least something off. Like... Well, here in Ontario, they're all government run, you know, they're government owned. Oh. So, you know, yeah, they, they have the mon- monopoly on uh, liquor stores, so. <laughs> That's no, like a mailman uh, No discounts here. for the employees. I figured you'd get some good government benefits. <laughs> mm, not really. <laughs> I saw too. You were in a Molson commercial. Molson. I think I think I saw that you. Did you were... say Molson? Yes, yes. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was one of my first commercials that I shot when I first moved to Toronto. Wow. Uh, what well, from Molson? What did you do in the commercial? I was helping a guy uh, move a piano up a flight of stairs, you know, and it was like one of those crazy jobs where you only do it for a friend when you know there's beer at the end of the job and pizza. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the only reason why we help friends move, you know? <laughs> to get a cold Molson. Yeah, <laughs> to get a cold Molson triple X. I like that. I, I just helped my daughter move into a new apartment before Christmas, and I never had the beer and pizza, oh. even though she promised I would get it. Oh, I was going to ask. tricked you. You should have demanded that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it up front. <laughs> I do love most Canadians. It's funny because I said that's I'm not moving you anymore. I said that the last time I moved here, <laughs> and of course there I am with the rental truck. You know. <laughs> yeah. You said she's an actress as well, right? Yeah, she is. She's she's going to be in Boombats. Uh, she's actually been doing oh. quite a few things. A couple of uh, TV series. Um, I can't remember what they were now. She's um, cool. there. Are all these. They all start sounding the same, you know. It's the ones about time travel and uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Uh, no, she's she's doing well. Touch that's wood. Cool. Yes. And my son's coming back home in May. He's been in London for I think I told you the last couple of years uh, on a work visa. He, he's a musician, and, right? Uh, what's that? Is he a musician? Yeah, he's a musician. He goes under the name White Brow, and. Uh, doing really well he's got a small european tour lined up uh, he leaves i think in two weeks and he's gone for i think most of february cool. doing uh, like norway amsterdam germany uh i forget where else that's pretty awesome but uh, no he's doing doing good nice nice you must yeah, be proud I mean, they're both pursuing careers that I kind of poo-pooed, but mm. nobody listens to me, you know. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm the I'm the worst influence. <laughs> That's what I say about our intern. Uh. <laughs> That's what you say about what? Our intern, our intern, uh, oh. Sabrina, right here. He's the worst influence. He's why I drink so much. <laughs> it's all my idea. Yeah, it is. It is. He asked for a beer for himself, and I'm like, "Yeah, get me one." So it's kind, it's kind of contagious. I, I love your I love your uh, sons getting the extra snacks on the school bus. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Isn't that a good one? Like I like That's you. Great. You're a genius. I wish I was. I wish I was on your level Crafty. when I was in elementary school. Yeah. They uh, they've also got a snack program here in the schools and a lunch program. Oh no, it's a breakfast program, and it's for kids who. Uh, you know, don't have uh, enough food at home to have breakfast, so they eat when they get to school. Yeah. But they're 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 finding that a lot of the kids who who uh, who can eat breakfast at home come to school and have a double breakfast. You know. <laughs> yeah. So their obesity is becoming a huge issue because oh. of that. You know. Yeah, that's a kids are having two breakfasts every day now. <laughs> Second breakfast. Back in my day, we Second didn't breakfast. even have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a. When I was a kid, I used to I used to be like that too. I, I could have had three, four breakfasts. You know, <laughs> I was I was a real pocket tone. <laughs> I loved your bun post too about the Italian mother being the, the best alarm clock. I remember when I was in my twenties, I was staying at my grandmother's, and one morning I, I I didn't have work, but 
I, I, it was early in the morning. She's just banging pots and pans together. Mm-hmm. Like, she's just getting ready. Like, but yeah, she's definitely making some sort of a scene with the pots and pans. It was great. My I know, like when my, when my yeah. father yeah. Uh, Four o'clock was alive, he, uh, same thing in the morning, he would just make all this racket, you know? Yeah. He figured if he was up, everybody should be up. That's you know? what it was, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. you've been sleeping too long. <laughs> Super early, too, right? Because my grandmother was like five yeah. o'clock in the morning out there making a ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if yeah. you get up at like six or seven, they say, well, you you want to sleep the whole day? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's about time you get up. I know. Like it's seven o'clock in the morning. What's your problem, <laughs> Tony? But yeah, you're if you're, awesome. if you're not up at six or seven. You're wasting the day, according to them. You know. Yeah, yeah. Tony, it was, it was great talking to you. I can't believe the time flew like this. It's been a, a blast, guys. Uh, hope you guys have a great year and. Uh, I'll get back to you when we uh, get this ball rolling on Boombats. Definitely. Cool. And where can everybody find you? Uh, on the Twitter, I guess, uh, at Boombats2017. And uh, we've got a Facebook page as well. And, uh, yeah, the usual. Awesome, brother. Hopefully this is our year. Yeah, absolutely, man. You guys take it easy and uh, great chatting with you again. You All too. the best. You too, Tony. Have a good one, Tony. Take, a good take one. care. Ciao. Cool. So cool. So cool. Yo, can I sing some cherry berries? Berry cherries. Yeah, berry cherries, cherry berries. That's the best flavor. Small finger. A A small finger. Yeah, I'm gonna do some cherry berries. I gotta (laughs) find a good one though. I wanna do this one. Oh, what the? Because they have 1,000 subscribers. Yo, who has 1,000 subscribers? The Driz. We need a Driz channel on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, right, guys. This is Linger from the Cherry Berries. The Cherry Berries. In honor of uh, Loris. (laughs) Loris. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm starting on my singing career. Shit depressing. Yeah. If you if you could return, don't let it burn. Don't let it fade. I'm sure I'm not being rude, but it's just your attitude. It's tearing me apart. It's ruining every day. Whoa, the drizz sucks at karaoke. And I swear, I swear, I would be true. Now, honey, so did you. So why were you... Holding her hand. Singing to a dude, bro. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Weavy. I'm trying to sing. Were you lying all the time? Was it just a game to you? But I'm missing you. (laughs) You know, I'm such a fool for you. You got me wrapped around your finger. Oh, oh, oh. Do you have to let it linger? (laughs) 
Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? He's gonna stick his finger. Oh, I thought the <laughs> the world of you. <laughs> I thought nothing could go wrong, but I was wrong. I was wrong. If you, if you could get by trying not to lie, things wouldn't be so confused, and I wouldn't feel so used, but you always really knew. I just want to be with you, and I'm missing you. Well, I knew the Drizz was gay. You well. know I'm such a fool for you. You got me wrapped around your finger. Oh, oh. Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? Yeah. Floris is going to be so excited in heaven when she hears my tributes. Oh, I'm sure she is, bro. Yeah. But I'm missing you. Sure, her ears are bleeding you right now, I'm such a fool for you. Shut the fuck up, Wavy. <laughs> you got me wrapped around your finger. That's oh, not all he's oh, got his fingers oh. wrapped around, Do you have bros? to let it linger? <laughs> Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? Yeah. You know I'm such a fool for you. What do you you think got is... me wrapped around your finger. What do you oh, think is... oh, oh, oh. Do you have with that to delicious drizz mayo? Where do you think that do you comes have from? To... Shut the fuck up. Do you have to <laughs> do you have to let it linger? Stop burning my masterpiece. Yeah. You mean it's like Loris's masterpiece, bro. Yo, I, I Miss <laughs> Miss Morris is gonna love this. Gone? Yes. Robin Slim Show, we were talking to Jerry Williams. Hey, guys. Hey, Jerry, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing better. I listened to uh, the show, so <laughs> all of my um, fears, I think, have been laid to rest. You guys have uh, uh, a great interview going, so uh, cool, I'm, I'm, I'm relaxing now. So Cool. You know, we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I said, if if we if we're jerks, you can always get t- you know, make our intern disappear. Like we don't need them. Oh, I I had the guys. <laughs> they were waiting outside your building. I, I went ahead and told them. I went ahead and told the surveillance team they could go home. That I didn't think I would need them. Cool. Today, oh, okay. but, uh, you know, <laughs> You're a retired FBI agent and an author and a podcaster, correct? Yes, I am. Mm. That is some awesome stuff. When did you start writing? Was it when you retired from the FBI? No, actually, I started writing uh, while I was still in the FBI. Uh, I actually had been on assignment in Guam, and I knew I was going to be there for a week, and I knew that I had a lot of downtime, and I had been thinking about writing this book for years. And so I took all of my research, every, you know, all of my notes, everything that I had, newspaper articles, and everything with me and I used that time on assignment in Guam to outline the book and then during my last years with the FBI and then a a job that I had after that I uh, I wrote the book 
Nice. And your book is fiction, but it's based on some real FBI cases, correct? That's correct. Uh, this was a case. The, the, the book is based on a case that took place in Philadelphia. That's where I was assigned for 24 of the 26 years I was in the FBI. And this particular case was about an LNI, and that's licensing and inspection official. So he's the guy who heads up um, all of the inspectors that go out and, and check on businesses to make sure they're, you know, using a, a code and, and everything is yeah. done under regulation. And so he's got a lot of power. And one of the places that he had control over were strip clubs. And there were two female FBI agents in the Philadelphia division, good friends of mine, who were working this case where they were investigating him for taking bribes and kickbacks and all kinds of things. He was receiving, you know, free sex and money and tickets and food. And I just thought, how cool. You've got these two attractive female agents going in and out of strip clubs investigating, you know, this, 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 uh, kind of Harvey Weinstein kind of a guy. Yeah. And I thought, this would make a great book. Yes. And I asked, yeah, I asked them if they were going to write a book. They said no. And I thought to myself, my story, this is the story. Yeah. Wow. And that book is called Pay for Play, correct? Pay to Play. Pay to Play. You should know that. If you're in <laughs> Jersey, do. you should know all about Pay to Play. <laughs> our intern does. Our intern does, though. He actually, um, our intern, Lamborghini, um, his father is a private yeah, investigator, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And one of their gigs was to... Um, we had to surveil a stripper that apparently owed one of my dad's clients a lot of money, but we, we kind of just think, think he was just kind of stalking her in a legal... He was trying to get around just, it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. uh... Yeah, he we my my dad made that guy pay out the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I spent I spent most of my FBI career investigating fraud. I was so gonna say it looked like scams or schemes. Yeah, yes. you took down um, uh, Ponzi scam, correct? Yeah, it was one of the largest at the time. It still may be the largest charity Ponzi scheme in the country. Uh, the guy actually took in about $450 million from different charities and people who thought they were donating to charities and thinking that they were going to have their money matched. You know how your employer, if you're going to donate to a charity, sometimes you can get your employer to match it? Yes. Well, that's what they thought they were doing, except for the money was going to be matched by an anonymous donor. And all they needed to do was let this company and let this person hold on to their money for six months. And then the anonymous donor would match it. And of okay. course, you know, <laughs> kind of sounds too good to be true, right? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was the wow. guys, the guy running it, was his name, was his name uh, Madoff, Bernie? <laughs> no, no. Um, this is before Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. I don't. I hope nobody will ever reach that level because Bernie Madoff, he was able to. His scam reached seventeen billion. You know, with a, a loss of uh, you know um, 
10 billion. Who was I mean, Bernie Madoff? Umbo- oh, that guy. What's that? Who was he? I don't even know who Bernie Madoff was. He ran like this giant. Are you serious? Yeah. You don't know who that no. guy is? the biggest. Yeah, yeah, man. He's like. I know, I know. I've heard of him. He's like the Ponzi king. Yes, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, guess what? You know, if you want to know about Bernie Madoff, I actually, my podcast is called FBI Retired Case File Review. Yeah. And what I do is I interview retired agents about, you know, some of the biggest cases in the Bureau of history. And I actually interviewed the case agent of the uh ponzi scheme Dude. and uh so if you Ow. if you want to find out from right from the uh case agent about uh madoff then uh you should check it out i'm I'm looking to see Dude. what episode number that was but yeah. uh you know we learn things from the case agent that most people you know never even knew about the uh bernie madoff ponzi scheme his name is keith kelly was the name of the case agent, and that was episode 35. So I'm at, um, uh, tomorrow I will be posting episode 99. So cool. uh, I've done, yeah, and these are all exclusively with retired FBI agents. I saw wow. that. I was going to ask you how you got your guests. Do you guys, like, do you guys get, like, I, I don't know, you know, like, at a church, you get, like, a list of all the members. Do you get that kind of a thing? Like, how do you find these retired agents that come on your show. Some of them are co- are colleagues that people that I actually worked with. Um, but the majority of them, we do, I am a member of the Society of Former Special Agents of the FBI. Yes. The Secret Society. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. And uh, they have a directory. So yes, what I have to I was do wondering. is find out, I had to find out the, the whatever case I'm interested in. I still have to do some legwork and and trying to find out who the case agent is. But once I find out who the case agent is, then I have this directory. Okay. And as long as they're a member of the society, I can just contact them directly and say, "Hey, wow. you know, want to be yes. on my show?" Cool. That is super cool. So, and do you still have any sort of um, like a clearance with the FBI? Like I was going to ask. Now, uh, the clearance lasts five years, and I've actually been retired uh, this November. It will be 10 years. Okay. Wow. So I'm curious. You've talked to 98 case agents so far because you're doing 99. Uh, Out of those 98, who has been your favorite? Wow. There's been some good ones. The, The case agent of the poly class, kidnapping murder case. Do you remember that one? That was the little girl, the 12-year-old little girl who was uh, abducted out of her bedroom. You know, so the guy was stalking her. He broke into her house and he kidnapped her, abducted her from her bedroom and then killed her, you know, sexually molested and and killed her. And the case agent who did that case was still so emotionally tied to it after so many years that he actually um, was brought to tears, mm. as was I, uh, on that episode. And it was a, it was a, a two-part episode uh, on the Polly Class investigation. Uh, it was uh, very emotional. And then mm. just recently, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did another two-part episode, and this one was on the hijacking of Egypt Air 648, uh, airplane hijacking. 
Yeah. And it was probably one of the more dramatic episodes I had, too. And uh, in this one, the, the two case agents, you know, really give you an inside look at the minds of the hijackers as they called passengers up one at a time, shot them in the head, and threw them off the plane. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a, a, a pretty, in, pretty intense episode. Yes. Wow. I, I heard the one where you talked to the um, negotiation expert. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah, as a matter of fact, he's he wasn't able to talk to me about Waco then. So we talked about hostage negotiation and we talked about the Freeman standoff that yes. he was involved in. Yes. But he actually was at Waco and I wanted to talk to him and he told me that he had to wait because next week a six-part TV series starts on Waco, and they wrote that script based mm. on his book. Yes. And so he said, you know, I, I have to wait until I'm cleared, until we get closer. And I actually interviewed him on Monday, and I'm going to post that interview as episode 101 on February 1st. Cool. It's, wow. it's pretty good. That is that sounds amazing. I, I was going to ask too. Um, is there anything like you have to be careful about? Like you've had to cut out of your show. Like anything like talked about that can't be talked about. Yeah, I'm lucky because you know, I, again, I was an FBI agent, gun carrying, rust making FBI agent for you know 26 years. But the last five years of my career, I was actually the spokesperson of the Philadelphia office. So if anything happened. Uh, you know, in the office, a search, an arrest, or anything. Yeah. I was the person who went before the media and uh, talked about it. So I learned what we could talk about, what we couldn't talk about. And so when I do these interviews, if yeah. I think an agent is saying something that, you know, might get us in trouble, then I know, you know, to edit that out. Yeah, or when to steer it. Were you going to ask a question, Pete? Oh, yeah. How long... The the Waco thing. How long's it been at this point? Like since that's happened. Was it ninety two? No, it's yes. Yeah, this the reason they're having all these shows about yeah. Waco it's, is twenty five years. Wow! Oh, shit, man. Yeah. Twenty five years. That guy's D David Crash was that guy's name. Yeah, David Crash. Yeah. yeah, David Crash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I was in like high school, like early high school <laughs> oh, when that man. went down. That's like uh, I was mentioning the other day um, about the trade towers, like how they were hit in the 90s. Like, yeah. what was it, like 94, 95? I remember my friend's dad right. worked there that time. Like, yeah, like when that when that went down. And right. he he saved his um, secretary. Like, she was, like, pinned under a desk, and, like, she would she would have she died if he didn't, like, save her hmm. during that, that attack of the trade towers. Do you remember the big trivia uh, about Waco? Who was at Waco that later uh, was responsible for a major event in the United States? Ooh. This is a quiz. I don't. I'm would, looking at Slam. Yeah. Who yeah. have been Mc, McVeigh? No. Yeah. McVeigh, yeah. McVeigh, really? McVeigh. You know yeah. Timothy McVeigh. He actually, when he heard about the siege, the siege lasted for like 51 days. And when yeah. he heard about it, he actually traveled from, he was either, I don't know where he was, Ohio, Kansas City, I don't know where he was, but he traveled from where he was living to Texas and twice 
during the siege, and he was so angry from what he thought was government overreach that, you know, later on the same day of, uh, well, I don't know what, I don't know what day he chose, why he chose um, that April date, but he, but he was inspired by what happened at Waco for him to do the Oklahoma City bombing. It's insane how this stuff kind of just feeds just, into each yeah, other. Yeah, like, yup, just yeah. bleeds out. It's like, like, yeah. it's like a demon that jumps from one person to another. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, it is. That's a, a case of the crazies, you know, it's like <laughs> infectious, I guess. Yes, yes. I feel like too, Jerry, I, I was gonna ask one of my questions. Um, I, I know you're gonna be a grandmother this year, correct? Yeah, my daughter who just, we just had this big wedding, you know, with uh, nine attendants and all of this fancy stuff on June of 2017. Okay. And then, you know, a few months later, next thing I know, she's pregnant and she's going to have the baby on uh, June of 2018. So, uh, you know, I'm excited, but I didn't think it was going to come this quick. That soon. I'm kind of young, you know. I know. I was just going to ask, though, like, as, as you're... As your daughter, the, I feel like she couldn't get away with anything growing up. Was it rough having an FBI agent as a mother? Not for my girls. I have twins, oh. you know, identical twin girls, and <laughs> I can tell you that they were they were almost angels. You know, they they both played they played sports. I mean, they were they both scored a thousand points in college. Now they went they went to Shippensburg University. And, uh, you know, they were starters in, in high school and, you know, in college. And so they were occupied. My son, now, he was the terror. I was going to say, do you <laughs> he, have a son? He was the one, yeah. Uh, he was the one. I was thinking, like, oh, how embarrassing, you know, for having an FBI agent who has a son in jail. But it didn't. It never went that far, thank goodness. Oh, it, it never, never got there? Far. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But we we got close. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a night once. A night. It was like it was too long, but yeah, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't good. <laughs> nah, he he didn't even spend a night, but I, I will tell you that I, I had to visit the uh the local police department a couple of times, you know. <laughs> Calling a favor. I, I, I was going to say, he, he was never in jail because you covered everything up. <laughs> hey, I am not answering that question. No no response from me on that one. Can, can you adopt one of us? Cause... <laughs> hey, I'm out now. You know what they do? They do give the retired FBI agents their credentials. So I have FBI credentials. Unfortunately, there's a big red stamp on it that says retired. Oh. But you know, it's, it's it's nice to have. I, I haven't ever it. had to pull it out. I would try I, to um, like commandeer a car or something. I'd be like, I FBI agent, retired FBI. <laughs> I need your car, and I would just <laughs> take somebody's car anywhere. I wouldn't care. They gave my dad. Uh, <laughs> they gave him a retired bed. He just worked as a park. Policeman, but like, they gave him a badge uh, like a park. What was like it called? Park ranger. ranger right? yeah, 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 yeah. Park oh, ranger. Oh, dude, that's but, a cool job. Yeah, yeah. But he, had, they gave him like a straight up, like real nice badge. And everything. yeah, cool. That's a great job. I had some buddies when I lived in West Virginia that were trying to get into that, and it's it's a hard field to get into. Yeah, yeah. But what they do for so they give us the retired creds, but they actually take our badge 
and you get uh, a key, a 10-year, a 20- and a 25-year care uh, key, and they mount it on a beautiful plaque. So I'm looking at that right now. Wow. I have like an FBI shrine in my home office. I would You tell. know, with the FBI seal and FBI badge and all kinds of things here. Oh, that's so cool. So cool. What was um? What was the biggest case you worked in? Was it that one you, you mentioned earlier? Well, yeah, the Ponzi scheme, as far as dollar value, would probably be the most well-known. But I had a case where I actually was doing what's called business-to-business telemarketing fraud. And this is not the person who calls you, but there's actual telemarketers who prey on businesses, which is a lot more money. Wow. So if they can try to sell a company, uh, you know, a um, products that they don't need or that are extremely overpriced, if they can try to push through invoices that get paid, that's big money, millions of dollars. And so I worked a case like that, and we ended up going after 16 country, uh, companies, or uh, telemarketing fraud companies, 16 of them at the same time. We did eight searches on one day and eight searches on another. We had a, what's called a group two undercover, where we would pretend we had our own fictitious companies, where we would give our numbers to the telemarketing companies and they would call into us and you know do their fraudulent scheme and we were recording all of that yeah so it was a, a pretty big case as far as an operation was concerned and uh, that awesome. was pretty fun was that also the most challenging challenging case that you had yeah because there was a lot of administrative duties you know when the bureau gives you you know, several, you know, tens of uh, tens of thousands of dollars to do an undercover case. Uh, you have to account for every single penny. Oh. And also when you are recording, when you are making consensual recording, you have to account for every single recording. You know, it's <laughs> got to be logged in. You've got to have the chain of custody. And remember, in addition to being the case agent, being the administrative agent, taking care of all of this, I was also playing the some of the undercover roles when they called in so i wasn't going out i wasn't meeting with anybody but when they called on the phone i had undercover uh roles that i played wow. as they tried to uh, you know defraud me or to bribe me to uh, approve fraudulent invoices for the company i allegedly worked for wow that is that is sharp i like that that's cool. Lots of fun. Big fun. Cool. Uh, any X-Files? Oh. <laughs> uh, not that I know of. I, I was very, very interested in that. I tried to do my own, you know, research or investigations, and I was never able to uh, determine that there's any X-Files. You know, they keep telling me no, but who knows? <laughs> what, about, what about the Jersey Devil? Do you guys know about that? He started. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I, I actually live in Jersey. You know, I worked in Philadelphia okay. for, you know, all those years. Yeah. Uh, but I actually live in South Jersey. Where are you guys in, in Jersey? In South Jersey. We're, yeah. Uh, yeah. we're Tuckerton, about Tuckerton. 45 minutes from Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. I live in Washington Township. Okay, oh, okay. Wow. See, that's what I know because I lived up north and I went to Rowan for a year. And when I when I went to Rowan, I'm like, yeah, there's a Washington Washington Township there and in North Jersey. Yep. So I was like, all right, cool. 
there's about there's about four or five Washington townships in the state of New Jersey. But yes, I am wow. at the one right next to Rowan University. Cool, cool. Yeah, I failed. I failed. If you could if you could get me a diploma, like can you change that with your FBI clearance? Like <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think so. For, you can't for, fix me. And for your list yeah, I, I don't. You think can't just can. walk in there and flash your credentials. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Jerry? For our listeners, I was going to say, yeah, for your listeners, when we talk about South Jersey, we're really talking about the the, the suburbs of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yes. who lives in South Jersey was from Philadelphia, or works in Philadelphia, or has some connection to Philadelphia. <laughs> I, was from the, I was from North Jersey, but yeah. Yeah, we, me, t- me too. Yeah. My family's from up there. Slim, are you from here? I'm from here, yeah. Slim I'm from is South a Jersey. native, Jerry. That's got, like... Grew up on LBI, uh, Long Beach go. Island. He's a piney. He's yeah. a piney. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a piney. Piney well, is about the, 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 the the uh, Jersey Devil. You don't have to ask me about that. He knows all about it. <laughs> yeah, Pineys are scary. Oh man, I remember when I first moved here. Oh, oh. I, I wait, a, the, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's a piney. Does he have teeth? He does. I do. I, well, I grew up on LBI, so I don't qualify myself as a piney. When I first moved here from North Jersey, I was so depressed I didn't leave my room for like a month. I was like, "What is this? This is garbage. <laughs> this is not. This is not Jersey." <laughs> it's amazing. It's, yeah, they all have like it's the... like a different country. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Philadelphia East. It's part of Pennsylvania. <laughs> like, really. It is. But, they even have the same accent. Hey, I love I love Philly though, so that's yeah. not an insult. Philly I is absolutely cool. Absolutely love Philadelphia. Yeah, Philly it is, is cool. It is a cool city. Jerry, we have to wrap this up. I can't believe it flew this fast. But where can everybody find you? Well, they can find me on my website, jerrywilliams.com. That's J-E-R-R-I, williams.com. I also have a, a Facebook, an author Facebook page, Jerry Williams Author. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter, Jerry Williams one So I hope you guys check out the podcast, FBI Retired, Case Law Review, and um, also my book, my first book, Pay to Play, and my second book will be coming out in a couple of months called Greedy Givers. Awesome. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Thank you so much, Jerry. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care, Jerry. Hey, boys. Hey, Mr. X. Can you hear me? We yes. can. Can you hear us? Can you hold on, Mr. X? I can hear you very well. I've been screwing around with my Skype for the last 37 years. And <laughs> I don't know if this son of a bitch is going to work or not, but I hope so. All right, it cool. Just uh, stay on the line. We're going to take a quick break, all right? Yeah, we'll be right okay. with you. Uh, did you get the uh, clips? I did. I did get your clips. Yes. <laughs> cool. Okay. All, all right. right. I'm going to go get something to drink. Awesome. Right, I'm going to sing a song if you want to stay on and listen to me sing. <laughs> the Driz is going to rap or something like that. <laughs> all right. But- yeah, it's not a rap. Like, you know that that fucking uh, the superstar, uh, what was her name, Mavis? Uh, she just died and she was part of that group. <laughs> is he still doing <laughs> she, was, she was part of that group, the, uh, the, the Orange Berries. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so I've been doing Orange Berry songs. I'm going to do a cover of one right now. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a good interview. Uh, you gotta give me a moment because I gotta find one, and I'm not too good on the interwebs, like, marking this stuff, you know? Uh, let's see. What, okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go grab something to drink, and I'll be right back. All right, all right. Uh, 
Yeah, what did you say, uh, Wavy? Dreams? Yeah, yeah, I want to see if the Driz can yodel. Yodel. <laughs> uh, let's see, Dreams. You said the Innerreds? The <laughs> Innerreds. Oh, <laughs> uh, here it is. I need karaoke. There we go. Uh, hold up. Oh, that's not karaoke. Four non-blondes. Alright. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, carry, karaoke, karaoke kid. You know, I love that, that video with oh. man. <laughs> that song. All right. All right, I'm back. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm just uh, loading up the song right now, and I'm about to like. This is good. This is in uh, in honor of uh, uh of Do Dory. Yeah. Oh my life is changing every day in every possible way. Yeah. And oh my dreams, it's never quite as it seems. Never quite as it seems. I know I felt like this before, but now I'm feeling it even more because it came from me. Then I open up and see the person fallen. Here is me, a different way to be. Yeah. Ah ha, ah ha 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 ha, la la, ah ha, la ha ha, la ah ha. That's just the more I just wanted to see you do drugs. I want more, impossible to ignore, impossible to ignore. They'll come true Impossible not to do Possible not to do yeah. And now I tell you openly You have my heart so don't hurt me You're what I can't avoid Totally amazing mind So understanding and so kind We've everything to do Oh my life Is changing every day In every possible way <laughs> and oh my dreams 
It's never quite as it so seems. Because you're a dream to me. Dream to me. <laughs> yeah. Robin Slimshell, Mr. X, are you there? I'm here. Oh. oh, thank you for staying on. Thank you, brother. Oh, my, my, my pleasure. <laughs> I don't know if it was my pleasure or not, but I, I think it was uh, kind of cute. It was kept cutting out, and maybe that was a bad thing. That was the best thing that could happen. That was, that was good. <laughs> that was very good. From the Angry Old Man Podcast. Yes, sir. Oh, it's been too long, brother. It's been too long. I know it's been over a year, and uh, I, I'm very happy to be back with you. It was your 100th uh, anniversary, I, 100th episode, wasn't oh, it? Yes, yeah. we talked to you before that, so yeah, like, and then you sent us the clip for the 100th episode. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think exactly it was like right. right before our 100th that we had. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Wow. Let me ask you this: Did I call you on the phone line or? Is this your Skype line? I think this is a Skype. This is Skype, yeah. Okay, because I see a phone line up there. I don't know why that is. Oh, okay. I think our last caller was on originally, so maybe that's why. Maybe that's, yeah, I think that's what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing, brother. Oh, okay. How you boys been? Good, how's your, Doing how, good? Was, awesome. how was the holidays? It was great, man. Everything was fantastic. Mm. Just I'm just getting old and uh, more honorary and uh, you know, all that shit that goes with old age. But I'm still I'm still having a good time. Though. I remember last yeah. time we talked, you said you worked in radio, correct? Exactly. Ah. Yeah, I did uh, about 17 years in radio, and then I got out of that and went into uh, producing film and video. Wow. And, uh, what kind of sh- uh, uh, exiting out of that and uh, having some fun. I'm starting to do some um, books on tape. You know, the uh, Audible? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm getting into that, man. That's really good because you can, you know, knock out a book or two every once in a while, and then you get residuals for about seven years. So that's not too bad. No, that's pretty deep, pretty decent. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. Oh, I want the Driz to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you should, man. I'm telling you, it's it's the company is called ACX. You register and then you audition for books. Oh. And then you, uh, if they like you, they pick you up. If not, you continue auditioning until you get one. The Driz on Yeah, they would always, they're always going to like me. Like, I can read really good and, and they'll love it. They'll love it. The kids will really love it. What about Robert and Edna? Do you think they'd, do you think they'd like to collaborate with the Driz? Yeah. I, I think so. Why not? You know? Yeah. Yo, what do uh, Robert and uh, Edward was it? What do they do? Like, Edna. I rap. Do they rap? And Edna, do they rap? Oh, no. Uh, not a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. As long as they yeah, rap like a little, that's all that matters. Stage. Yeah, as long as they rap a little, <laughs> they can try. Yeah, that's all that matters. I've got a neighbor of mine. I got an old neighbor that has uh, been bugging me to shoot a video of him doing a senior rap. Let me see if I have it here. He that wrote some cool. lyrics that are absolutely pissing your pants funny. <laughs> Mm. Now, let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, I don't do funny, though. I do serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. You've got to do serious. He's a serious act. Yeah, he's a serious act. Yeah. 
<laughs> Hang on, let me go across the room here. I'm going to go across the room and see if I can find the lyrics because I want to share that with you. Speaking of rap, that'd be great. That'd yeah. be great. Hold on. Walking across, I'm looking in my bag, <laughs> and the fucking thing is not there. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, he's going to be so pissed. <laughs> ah, found it! <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> this is just, these are a little bit out of sequence. Uh, and he starts by saying, oh, I got to pick out a good one. Uh, I volunteered for wolf, uh, for warfare. Now I need Medicare. Without Medicaid, I would be dead. Uh, in my maturity, I need my social security <laughs> I find that social media is full of tedia everyone drives too fast I'm happy to get there even if I'm last <laughs> I, I, I love this one the best before you finish your count I want my senior discount <laughs> oh my God. those are great yeah that real yeah. deep he doesn't want to he doesn't want to say fuck, yeah. so he says fornicate. So he says fornicate, fornicate, fornicate. <laughs> not, if your not if your Viagra kicks in late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so I think we are going to do a video of this. He's a, he's a, he's a really cool old guy yeah. who uh, he had a stroke or something. He was telling he almost died. Wow. I mean, he, he actually died. They had to shoot a bunch of shit into his heart to make him <laughs> back to life. They can so, call it back to death. It, it, back to life. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I'm sorry? They can call it back to life. I don't know. But <laughs> anyway, so he is kind of slow now. You know, it's, it's yeah. just like he had a stroke or some bullshit like that. But he's funnier than shit. Yeah. You know, he's one of those guys who just doesn't give a shit about anything. Yeah. He'll, walk, he'll walk into a party even if it's not his own, start drinking the booze and eating that food. Uh, yes. That's why he continues to live. Yeah. That's it. That's good. Cool guy. Anyway, so that's... That's my buddy there. That's so great. what do you uh, what do you guys want to do? I, I sent you a couple of clips. Yeah, do uh, I, from the podcast. Do you want me to play the one? Podcast, of them? I'm, yeah, well, maybe I can set it up a little bit because I think the last episode or the last two episodes were uh, repeats because of Christmas and New Year. Okay. But the episode before that, I think it was 189 or 190. Um, I think it was one of my most favorite episodes. Uh, because Curly, as you know, is one of the characters. And Curly seems to always have problems, and he had an erectile dysfunction problem. Uh, <laughs> it happened a few years ago. He took a little too much Viagra, and his dick got stuck. And it was up for about, I think, 14 days. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. When they finally got his dick down... Um, <laughs> they it never it never shrunk down it just you know it just hung there like an old used rubber and so what happened was he went and had a penal pump installed oh yeah, and, yeah but they had to put a, like a third ball down in his sack so he could you know when he wanted to 
boner, you would have to come and blow up your <laughs> blow up your dick with a third ball and you know pushing the ball in your balls. And so he, as you know, had uh, had a girlfriend named Honey, still does, and yeah. she's an old nympho. I mean, she just wants to fuck all the time. And anyway, she broke the pump. I mean, she broke his third ball. All that dick juice all flew out. And uh, and then they busted up, and so then he was left out with just a saggy old dick and couldn't get it up. So he went down to the hospital in Bellaterra Regional Hospital, better known as our, our Lady of Perpetual Stiffness. So they spent... They specialize in, uh, you know, erectile dysfunctions and testicle removal. Yeah. So he didn't have a lot of money because he had some problems with uh, Social Security. Mm. And also he made some bad investments. So he went there and all he had was $17. <laughs> so they said, well, the only thing we can do for $17, we can give you this old bicycle pump. <laughs> So they, they put a bicycle pump in a backpack and every time he wanted to, you know, get a boner, he had pump up the bicycle pump and that's how it worked. But yeah. in the meantime, the new pump is coming from China. Okay. Oh, okay. And so, so the pump came back and now on clip number one is uh, he's talking about it's called the erectilator. Oh, and the, the way it works, he, he's, he even has a, a remote control for it. Oh. So Because this is the newest and the latest and the greatest. And yes. in fact, he has an iPhone app, the erectilator app <laughs> that he uses to make his dick go up and down. Okay. However, yeah. However, there is a little bit of a problem with interference from from other remotes and if you play this clip number one you'll hear what i'm about okay i'll play that clip right now <laughs> are there any downsides from perhaps electrical interference yes. with your new uh, penis pump? well unfortunately uh there is a slight bug oh. that the developers are trying to work out oh there's a bug yes it oh. seems that the irregulator uh, penal pump yes. is on the exact same frequency wait, wait, wait. let me guess what? as most of the drones in this country no no not the drones no it's not, not the drones, drones. It's, not, it's not the drones then what is it yeah. well it's the exact same frequency yeah as the sleep number bed. It's not funny, Ron. I would laugh. Did you say that your new penis pump, the latest and the greatest that they just installed, is on the same frequency as the sleep number bed? Yes. That is fascinating. It's the damnest thing, man. I tell you, let's say you live next door to a guy who just bought a sleep number bed. Just bought a brand new bed. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, he picks up his revolt, yes. and he wants to raise his bed up a little bit. What happens then? Your dick goes up. <laughs> you know, goes down, and right. anytime they do anything with that remote control, 
inadvertently yes. controls your dick. With the sleep number uh, remote control. Right. Right. Well, let's say you walk by a sleep number store. Yes. What happens then? Well, in that situation, you have 20 or maybe 30 people yeah. simultaneously using, uh, you know, a remote control inside of that store. Right. And your pants yes. resemble a wounded alligator thrashing about. <laughs> Only you what? can wind up w- w- with a situation such as that. It's not my fault, man. <laughs> Poor um, Curly, see? Oh, so, wow. <laughs> that was a problem. Interference from other uh, remote controls. Oh, wow. It was good for $70, yeah. though. I, I feel like he got Well, no, no, this there. was a new one. No, no, he got the uh, bicycle pump was worth $17. Oh, so he, this, he this got this the was upgrade. Hard. Yeah, this was a procedure. This, oh, this is an upgrade, man. This is the latest and greatest. Uh, I think it's... PP5000 is the model. <laughs> what I want to know, what, what is the sleep number bed? You've never seen that? No, I've never seen You've that. You've never That's, seen one of those? You never have. Wow. Oh, my God. It, it's the one that you, you have a remote, and then you yeah. can pump it up however you want to for, you know, for uh, comfort. It yeah. can be, really? you know, soft, or it can be real hard bed, however you want it. Plus, yeah. you can, uh, with a remote, make it go up and down. Yeah, uh, part it, of the bed goes up, or your legs can go up. It's a real cool bed. It's like better than the Craftmatic. Like, yeah. It's oh my God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it costs like it costs like ten thousand bucks. It's a it's a real yeah. it's a real cool bed. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's what happened. But then with the same uh, on the same episode, we also talked about uh, he describes the different boner modes. Because you can program the kind of boner you want. You know, so this, this is very, very advanced. So if you want to plug in number two, you'll hear about the different boner modes that the if erectilator has. Okay, all right, I'll start that now. <laughs> My iPhone on the uh, app, there are various modes, modes yeah. for the boner. Oh. They're known as boner modes. Boner okay. modes, so for different types of boners, Exactly, right? yeah, I see the uh, the, the bison oh, mode. Yes. The bison, no, the bison. Mode. <laughs> What is the bison mode? Well, a, a bison is a large animal that uh, bucks a lot. Bucks. Yeah. It bugs. Oh, yes. So it's uh, bugs. quite. So the boner itself is uh, quite sizable. Uh, you know how the uh, bison snorts? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Makes your dick snort? Yes, it makes it snort a little bit. And it bucks. It bucks. And the bucking comes in handy for really? the. The fucking. It rhymes. <laughs> you know, you said it comes in handy for the. Bucking comes in handy for the fucking. It's anonymous mistake. Please proceed. Please tell us more about this bison. Well, well, the bison is one of the most popular modes. uh, The next mode is interesting also. What's it called? It's called the Schwarzenegger. (laughs) (laughs) What about the Schwarzenegger? Well, you you have to wear a lederhosen with. 
Schwarzenegger, do? And it only comes in handy if you have a Mexican maid. That's the only thing I can tell you about the Schwarzeneggers. The next one is also very, very popular. It's called the Hulk. The Hulk. Yes, the Hulk. I know. That's the one that you use to screw your best friend's wife. No, that's not it. That's not the one. This is the real Hulk. The real Hulk. It's not Hogan. No, not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh man, there you go. the Schwarzenegger one got me. <laughs> yeah, oh, that whole crap was so good. So good. Hold on one second, Robert. We got, we got. Oh, okay. You disconnected it? No, it just hung up. Okay, all right. That's that's good. What's that? No, we thought we were getting another call, but somebody didn't didn't come through. So we okay. think it might be the oh, next caller, it. but yeah, we, we would have to go into other characters. So. We're glad. Oh, all right. We're yeah. glad. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, how, how much time do you have for me? Are, are we done? No, we, we still have about 10 minutes. Yeah, about 10 minutes, yep. Well, I got the next one is kind of, uh, it's kind of, it's really a cool segment. It's a little bit longer, but it's where he actually launches the <laughs> his dick. Uh, with the remote, he shows has a little demonstration okay. how the whole thing works. Cool. That- so, well, it's it's a little bit longer, so if you want to dump out of it at any time, go ahead. Okay, but, but I think if we you have get to a, you get a kick out of it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> we have to. We yes. Will. How um, complicated is it to yeah. launch the Erectulator? Erectulator, okay. <laughs> I mean Erectulator. Erectulator. Well, it yeah. is uh, quite complicated because you know, you it comes with a key. A key. A key. You have an actual launch key like the nuclear <laughs> yes, weapons. A physical key that you have to insert oh, amazing. into the lock. So yeah, we have to get my keys here. Yes. Go ahead and shove it in. This thing, yeah. your, your, your hands are shaking. Yeah, you're missing the hole. I know my hands are shaking. Here, let me do it. All right, here let you him. Then you do it. Here. Go ahead, okay, careful there. Shove just, the key in. And Watch his ball there. Oh! I'm sorry, I didn't mean man. <laughs> too close oh, to your ball. me in the ball. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You almost punctured my newly refurbished nutsack. I'm sorry. Nutsack. What's the matter sorry. with you, man? Just be careful. Well, because he didn't see it. Yeah. You know, oh. the lock is on the outside of your pants. Right. So the lock is on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. You see, so you have to, to activate, you have to first unlock it while right. you're still fully closed. Exactly. Makes sense. It's a precaution. Extra precaution, of course. Yes. Uh, Cheeks now gently turn the key on the erectolator. Okay, I'm going to do it. Here we go. Very gently. There you go. Okay. Oh, Jesus. It's coming That's alive. Good. What's happening? Yeah, well, what's happening is the electronic brain <laughs> the is coming noise. alive. The brain. Is now, the brain. Uh, uh, priming the pump. You got to prime the pump. Then spring into yes. action very shortly now. It's very, very noisy. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very noisy. Well, I don't know how conducive that is to lovemaking, well, but it is rather noisy. Well, it's not very conducive, but they are working on the next version, the uh, two. 2.0 version oh. will be much more quiet uh, than this one. Thank God. Can you activate the bison now? All right. What I have to do now is I have to uh, uh, I have to dial up, dial up. Uh, the mode, the, mi- uh, the bison mode. How do you do that? 
Well, I've got to yank this uh, keyboard out of my pants. <laughs> if you the keyboard. You got a keyboard? Yes. In your pants. It comes with a keyboard, <laughs> keyboard and the mouse. And where's your mouse? In my pants. Where else oh would it be? <laughs> in your pants. Yes, I've got a mouse and a keyboard Jesus. in my pants, and I'm going to now dial up Please. the uh, the bison. Dial up. It's <laughs> a lot of dialing. Tell me about it. It's all for security. I don't know about you, but this is a hell of a lot of work you have to go through for a boner. Well, it's worth it, Bob. It really is. Let me dial in my so. secret code. Your password? Yes. Okay. Uh, extra precaution. Of course. Oh, yes. Nice, yes. And, uh, yes. and now, behold, the bison. Holy shit. Coming to life. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my the systems check report uh, being check. printed in your pants? <laughs> yes, of course. Where else would it be? Yes. Of course. Oh. And uh, once I see that all systems are go, yes. let me uh, tear off the tape here. Yes, oh, uh, wow. look at the report. What does it say? It's all systems go all the way around. It's a good oh, systems yeah, go. Okay. That thing is amazing. It is. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. I'm amazed as what? how far your pants stretch without yes. breaking. Well, yes. that's because I'm wearing skinny jeans today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, skinny jeans. Oh, they, you God. know, the material stretches <laughs> yes. and gives. Yeah. So it does give very well. Well, w w w what amazes me is how far they shove that printer up your ass. <laughs> but it does go up pretty, pretty far, but it just, does. You know, yes. the, the, the tape nicely comes out between the cheeks. It, it does come out nice. Yes. 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 And it's amazing how clean the tape is. Very, very clean. Oh, I, uh, what's this uh, button, you button right don't, here? Don't, don't, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. You shutting it on me. You're Drain mode. Shake and drain. Shake yes. and drain. It's got a drain oh and shake, God. and then it just shuts off all of that. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm sorry, guys. Well, you're sorry. You got I, piss everywhere. I have yeah. nothing to do with it. You know, it's your cheeks. Harry. He's the one that what? pushed the button. I yeah. didn't. B -b I said I was sorry. It was an accident. I didn't do it on purpose, okay? <laughs> Mr. X, that was so uh. great. We have to wrap this up, dude. All right, man. Oh, thank if you. you want to hear, if you want to hear the whole episode, it's on Angry Old Man Podcast. Yes. On uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, <clears throat> Audio Boom, all the, all the, all the uh, iHeart, everywhere. I have to hear the rest of that. I have to know how that ended up.
I have to know. You guys got to get someone to animate this stuff. Yeah, I can't dig it. It's like an Adult Swim like oh, cartoon. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's so good, so good. Oh man, I, I really, uh, this was one of my favorite. You know, the thing is though, uh, that's why I, I love doing this podcast because it makes me laugh. Because if it makes me laugh, then I know it's, it's because I'm doing it just yeah, for myself. I'm not doing it, it for anything else. You know, if it makes so you laugh, I, it's funny. I'm sorry. That's all that, that, if it makes you laugh, that's funny. That's all that matters. That's how I go. Well, exactly. You gotta, you know, you gotta be true to yourself, and you've gotta have some fun with it. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? It's not, we're not making any money from this fucking thing. So no, not yet. Yeah. Hopefully, someday, not yet. Yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I. That's why I, this uh, Audible uh, making books on tapes may work out pretty good because I do different yeah. character voices there. So yeah, that's a great. Yeah. One. But if you know anybody who wants to animate it, I am available. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. Thank yeah. you so much for talking to us. Oh, thanks, Robin Slim. I really enjoy you guys. We'll enjoy have to you. do it again. Yes, definitely. We will. We will. Have a good right, one, brother. brother. Thanks. Later, Mr. Thanks. Later. <laughs> All right. Let's Let's see. This is the button. <laughs> that was so funny, bro. Oh, my God. I didn't want to stop, but we might have a Driz and Frankie coming up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that guy was feeling out the waters or what. Yeah, yeah. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. For a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you, who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> this is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. 
Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee for the editor and creator fluffer for comics watching comics and you're listening to the robin slim hey hello hello this is mark lyons calling for the frankie and uh, driz radio show well hey y'all mark um, i'm fine how are you i'm i'm really good right here this is uh this is producer ron by the way um we, oh we, hi ron yeah we, 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 we're on a break right now we're just waiting for um we're waiting for frankie and we're waiting for the driz to get back you know they're outside okay. smoking their cigarettes you know Okay, so we're okay. just going to ask you to hold on real quick, and they'll be right back with you. Okay. All righty. So, Wiz. Frank, hi, this is Frankie. Hi, Frankie, this is Mark Lyons, the Garden Troubadour. Hi, Mark. Uh, just hold on a sec. We're just getting started. I'm, okay. I got to play our intro. Um, okay. How, how are you tonight? I'm fine. How are you? Very good. And and my my co-host, he's just he's just sitting down. He's a good guy. Well, yeah. here, here it's gonna. <sighs> I was in the yard. I was in my own. Does always tickles my heart. You're listening to the Frankie and the Driz show. Frankie and the Driz serve prison time, and that's where they first met. Yeah. They've learned their lesson and have a new lease on life and want to share their new positive outlook. Let Frankie and the Driz come in your ears tonight and fill them with positivity. Frankie and my my co-host here, the Driz, we, we were going through a lot, but we got Mark. We got Mark on, Driz. Yeah, what's going on, Mark? I heard well, you guard. Well, uh, here on your show. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me to be a guest. Thank Yo, you. you are welcome. We love guarders. We love guards. Guards. Yeah. And how long the right have you place. been doing that yeah. for? I'm sorry, I didn't hear your question. How long have you been gardening I've been gardening since, well, if you'll pardon the colloquialism, since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, so what do you guard? Wait, no. It, like, what you grow. You grow, right? Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a vegetable. I'm, I'm mainly a vegetable gardener. I occasionally huh? dabble in flowers, but mostly mostly vegetables. Yeah, why do you got to guard vegetables? Is, like, somebody going to steal no, them? No, but the flowers are inferior, like, to, to food, right? I'm sorry. Well, there's, I wouldn't call them inferior. It's just there are so many garden coaches out there, and most of them deal with flower gardens. So by focusing on vegetable gardens, I kind of create a niche, plus all of the other things that I yeah. do in my, uh, 
in my business. Yo, so you like protect vegetables? You, you guard, right? I'm a, no, no, no. I, I'm a gardener. A gardener. I grow vegetables or I teach people. What? I not only grow my own vegetables, but I teach people how to grow their own vegetables. That's part of my business. Uh, oh, my business. I just, I just got a question. You this used is, to work yeah, with me, producer, producer Ron. Yeah, I, I have my own little vegetable garden in the back okay. of my my home. I was wondering. I your students. I was just. I'm not talking about that right now. I, I, anyway, I was. I was just wondering about how do I get my cucumbers to to grow like like they they Firm, just, they just won't grow and I, I i tried everything i tried the miracle grows and i tried raking you try mulch and I, I tried mulching it different colors i, 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 tr- I just tried everything is the strongest <laughs> i even yeah oh. i tried the red stuff too the red is the good right okay Our- let's 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 answer okay I'll, i'm sorry i interrupted you finish your question and then i'll answer it i said the red mulch is the strongest Yo, Ronnie, what did you want to know about, like, cucumbers? Oh, anyway, I, I tried moving them to a, a sunnier spot in the yard. Sun is not good. They just still just won't grow the way I want them, you know, to grow. Okay. Uh, first thing is, in, in you know, even though gardening is supposed to be a fun hobby, and this is what I tell people, you still have to do a little bit of homework, a little bit of research. You have to find now. Let me ask you a question. Uh, was that who, who? Which one of you asked the question? Was it Frankie or the Driz? That was our buddy yeah, Ron. Yeah, yeah, that was our producer Ron. He's really in oh, the garden. Okay. Yeah, he's an old guy. Okay, for, for Ron then. Um, the first thing is, where do you buy your cucumbers? Do you buy first of all? Do you buy them as plants, or do you grow them from seed? And where do you buy them? I grow them from seed, and I just buy them from the stores. No. From you know, where, I'm sorry? I just buy them from Walmart, you know, the seeds you get in Walmart. And I tried using, okay. and I also tried using donkey crap to, you know, to, 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 to you know, sweeten the mix a little bit, but it's still... Sure, was... sure. Okay, let's, let's, let's address one thing at a time here. First of all, getting your seeds from Walmart may be okay economically, but sometimes you don't know exactly what you get, what you're getting. There are so many different varieties and types of cucumber you have to find one that's going to work best in your yard for your particular part of the country um i usually buy my cucumber stock from uh from gardening catalogs and i usually buy i like to grow first of all i like to grow the burpless variety the long thin types of cucumbers yeah yeah Uh, i love burpless yeah, those I find uh, have a good flavor. Yeah, they, yeah, they like the they best flavor. They don't have a lot of acid. They don't what, what, upset what, people's stomachs. What's uh, the best for me? I also grow a variety for pickling. Yeah, well, what, what's and, the best for pickling? Because I, I just love, I just love. Hello? I just love me some pickles. I, I just love them pickles. Okay, may I recommend a good pickling variety for you? I grow a variety called Miss Pickler. And you can buy it from Henry Field Seed and Nursery. If you go on the web to Henry Field, look up Henry Field Seed and Nursery, you'll find their online catalog there. Just look up cucumbers, Miss Pickler, M-I-S-S, Pickler, P-I-C-K-L-E-R. And I've grown that variety for years, and it's always been very prolific, produces lots of cucumbers. So that would be the first thing I would recommend. Are you Mexican? 
I'm sorry, what was your question? Uh, you Mexican? That's the best gardeners I know is Mexican guys. Yo, man, that's racist. <laughs> no, they're good. Yo, I'm sorry about that. I don't know. But yo, so Ronnie, what did you think about his cucumber uh, advice? Well, I think that's some good advice. I'm going to go do that right now. Yeah. I'm just going to drive up and get me a catalog or something. You don't even, I'll, I'll tell you, all you got to do is go on the web, find their catalog. Yeah. You can order online, and you can also ask to have a paper catalog sent to your uh, sent to your home. Like and once you start buying paper. from catalogs, you buy from one, your mailbox will be flooded with catalogs from every which place you can imagine. And you'll get lots of opportunities yeah. to see what other places sell Golden and try some different things. That's uh, one of the best pieces of advice I can give. Second, if you're using um, donkey crap, as you would like to call it, uh, are you using it fresh out of the donkey's butt, or are you using it uh, dehydrated? I, I, I like to get it fresh out of the donkey's asshole, but pal. I, uh, I, my that buddy's... might be part of your problem. If you get it, if you hot fresh manure That's... is too rich for for the vegetable garden while it's growing, if you're going to use fresh manure, then put it in your garden in the fall after you've dug everything up. And then you can work it into the garden. Then you've got three months of winter for it to decompose and release nutrients to the soil. And then come spring, you've got a nice, rich garden all ready to go. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that's great advice. Yeah. Well, so well, well, the drift here. If, if you're going to use manure the during the growing season, no. use dehydrated manure. What is your favorite drift? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm not really, like, into, like, uh, uh, vegetables, but I do plant flowers, and I'm also a okay. rapper, and because I just got into, like, planting flowers, and it really changed my you life. Got it changed, yeah, and I got, got into, like, planting good. flowers. Like, I like, like advice to plant flowers. Yeah, I like planting, like, roses and stuff, because he roses does. are beautiful. They mm -hmm. are. Yeah, roses are the best. And, uh, and I'm a rapper, and I wanted to You're write a song... Uh, about my roses and about growing roses and like I kind of like to teach people too so I'm teaching people not necessarily how to grow roses because I don't know if I'm doing it right but like what you gain from growing uh, roses sure. yeah, yeah. you gain you, you gain a lot so it's gonna be on my uh, my new album called uh, the the garden field and uh, this song th yeah and so this rap I'm gonna rap to you right now is it's called uh, roses roses everywhere. And it, uh, okay. it goes it goes like this. Yeah, I need a dope beat. Can I get a dope beat? Yeah. Yo, so every morning I go outside and I look at my roses and they're getting really tall. I pour some water on them and they still get really tall. Every now and then I pee on them. You should always pee on your roses. But that's not what this song is about. I want to tell you about roses and what you gain from your roses. When you plant roses, you feel happy. You feel so happy that you can jump really high. You can swim in the ocean really, really far. You can go to outer space. Plant some roses and you can go to outer space. Yeah. Did you record that, bro? Yeah, good. yeah, 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 yeah. What album is that coming? Yo, that's on Garden Fields. Garden. What? Yeah. Gnomes? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't like gnomes. Gnomes. Garden gnomes scare me. Do you do garden I, gnomes? I, I can't have a garden. I love the garden. I can't no. have no, a garden. I don't do garden gnomes. That's, yeah, because they like they like um, to scare away the plants. 
That's what I heard. <laughs> well, my gra- everybody away. My yeah. grandmama always told me they scare away the evil spirits that make your veggies go bad. You so I just scare keep away everywhere. my evil spirits. <laughs> um, she is mine. Is my mine. So, so uh, what else can I tell you? Anything. Okay. Yeah, what is your well, favorite vegetable? I'm sorry, say that again? What is your favorite vegetable? Terrasavo. Oh, I would have to say tomatoes because yeah. I grow so many of them that's and everybody fruit. seems to love them. That's a fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Tomatoes. <laughs> Yo, what do you think about the uh, about cranberries? <laughs> cranberries are delicious, but... I've never yeah, no, no, no. Not, you, why so would you eat really them? You why would you eat them? them? They like a band, and their their vocalist just died, and you're saying you're gonna eat them? You have the cranberries. Very funny. Yo, it's not funny. You just said you're gonna eat the cranberries after the vocalist just died. Blueberries. You're the one that brought up the cranberries. I was yeah. I was talking about the fruit, not the band. Loris. <laughs> I I don't I, even. No. I grew some very nice plum tomatoes this this, this summer. They they just came out so nice. We, well, I had my ne- I had my 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 buddy Cheese come over and we yeah, canned them up. Yeah, wonderful. Cheese, cheese knows how to make the marinara sauce. Really wonderful. Yeah, are plum tomatoes like the best tomatoes for marinara sauce? I think mean, you can use just about any kind of tomato you want for uh, you for marinara. Actually, plum. for sauces. I prefer to use the, um, the um, hold on, it'll come in a second, the, the paste tomatoes, yeah, things like uh, the Roma tomatoes, paste. Amish paste. Amish paste is my go-to type it's, of paste tomato whenever yeah. I want to Yeah, but isn't it just, isn't sauces. your, like, mouth just going to get stuck? Mm-hmm. I sure so. do like me that Amish paste. Yes, that's a good variety if you want to make sauces and salsas and ketchups and, I like and other ketchup. things like that. I like it squirted on my chest. <laughs> God. Oh, that's just cheese. You, you, it's kind of. Yeah, Rodney, you laughing a lot today. I guess cheese is really like man? cracking you up. Yeah, he's just saying. You didn't laugh when we were in bed. I'm just saying. He, he said some charming things. In the bedroom, you did not laugh. You squirted ketchup. Oh man. Did you ever squirt ketchup, Jizz? Nah, I don't do ketchup. I like mustard. Why? I don't like mustard. That. Yo, Marky Mark. So, what was it like it working burns for Michael Bay? A little bit mustard. You were in like Transformers. Burns mustard. He was in like Transformers mustard. or something, right? Is Marky Mark? Mustard. Mm, you got me confused with another Mark. <laughs> nah, man. We booked Marky Mark. You Mark? Uh, no, I'm not Marky Mark. Did you grow? Yeah, did you get a, like, meet Optimus Prime? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm, uh, if, if you're thinking I'm Marky Mark, I'm not, I'm not him. Wahlberg, right? That's your name? Mark Wahlberg? Wrong. You from, like, Boston? Ron! He said Ron! Yeah, I really liked The Happening. You were, like, the bomb in The I Happening. I didn't watch a movie. It was good. It was like plants. That was about plants. That's what we're talking about. That the happening. I really like. Yeah. That movie the plants too. like killed people in that movie. I said vegetables. Okay. I couldn't garden for a couple years after seeing that movie, but I Did saw you? it again. Yeah, but you got back into gardening everything after else, the happening. Yeah, right? everything else yeah. came yeah. together fine, except for my cucumbers. I just can't. 
Just can't get them cucumbers to grow right. Yo, but Marky March just gave you some advice yes, about he cucumbers. Did. He so gave those me some... cucumbers are going to be awesome. He gave me some good advice. I'm going to go yeah. home. I'm, I'm be careful, home. though, because like I saw that movie, The Happening, and they like the plants killed people, so he might have just told you how to make like killer cucumbers. I thought yeah. the movie where plants tried to kill people, I thought that was a Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, that was a good one, yeah, too. Good and, like, one. Super Mario Brothers, too. Yeah. Uh, there's someone on the phone. Yo, hi, who's this? Yo, is that somebody just urinating? Yo, you better be urinating on some roses. You better be, like, watering my plants, Cheese, if that's you out there. You just better be watering them cucumbers. They ain't gonna wait. Hi, everybody. By the way, Ron, about your cucumbers, do you yeah. do you grow them out of trellis or do you let them? Excuse to come again? Now? What 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 you doing out there with that hose, cheese? It's a shower me. How you guys doing? You guys didn't come get me. This is Shawnee. Shawnee. Shawnee, what you what? Yeah, I like this guy. What, what you been doing? This is Shawnee Mongoosin. Yo, Shawnee, we have Mark I, Wahlberg on the phone. He's coming out for a new Transformer guys, movie. Yeah, he's a famous guard. You guys left me at... You guys left me. I was at the store, and you didn't... You left. I was inside the shopping. I <laughs> Can you come, Kelly? My mom's gonna be worried. <laughs> My mom is gonna worry, guys. Can you come get me? You left me outside of Walmart. I was waiting for you. The van pulled the way. <laughs> Hello? I'm still here. Can you get me? I don't know where I am. Shawnee, stop, stop smoking meth now and, and calling out those shows. Can you come get me? Hello? I'll, 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 I'll come and get you. I'll just stay right there. <laughs> Guys, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, Marky Mark, we gotta wrap this up. Tell everybody where they can okay. find your new book. I'm sorry? Uh, where they can find your new movie. Uh, I haven't made a movie yet, so oh. uh, they won't find it. But uh, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Yo, Ronnie really liked your cucumber advice. He's going to build some cucumbers. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, social media and Twitter and all that? Oh, absolutely. You can check out my website at uh, com. You can find me on Twitter um, the, under the moniker of at Garden Troubadour, G-A-R-D-N, T-R-O-U-B-A-D-O-U-R. Yeah. You can uh, find me on email at mark at greenthumbatyourservice.com. You can uh, link with me on LinkedIn, follow me on Facebook, like me on Facebook, and you can check out my blog, The Garden Troubadour.
Yo, thanks, man. We really appreciate it. You have a good day. You're very welcome. Good luck with the rest of your show. Yeah. I hope Transformers 7 does good for you. <laughs> I actually let him get his plug out because Slambo in the kitchen told me that he gave him really good advice on two cars. So I was like, this guy's actually kind of cool. Was Johnny cool? No, no. He's definitely, dude, he's, he's definitely right about the shit. That <laughs> the donkey shit was hilarious. I, I think, like, he. He had, he had Johnny, to know Johnny. because we were just laughing. Like, I kept trying to mute the mics, but there was a point where we were just laughing while on the mics. That was good. But, like, towards the end, he started getting really nervous, too. Like, get, I let him get his plugs in, but his, like, voice was, like, shaky and shit. Oh, man. Yo, you Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the Shawnee thing. It just creeps me the fuck out. Shawnee is a creep. You guys always fuck him over. Leave him. <laughs> we leave him. Leave him. Leave him. Just leave him for dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what did we learn tonight? Was that a six oh nine? Oh, that was you. I was like, it's not oh, a guy. Well, <laughs> it's your local. We just learned about cucumbers and how <laughs> like grows purpose and shit, right? And Martin Transformers. <laughs> and Transformers like, Seven. <laughs> I like my cucumbers nice and firm. Oh, yeah. I think he was getting mad because I was like, "When's the new movie coming out?" And he's like, "I'm not in any movies. I haven't made a movie." <laughs> <laughs> that was a great, great show. Great yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So All right. Thank you. And come back. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, I just love <laughs> the fact card that advice. Shit advice. Does somebody was... want to send it? Uh, who's going to sign us off tonight? Uh, Shawnee? Shawnee. Shawnee's going to do it. Come get me. I'm outside. <laughs> Walmart, why'd you leave me? You bought your cucumber seeds and didn't come and you left me. I was inside shopping. I was buying a country music CD. Garth Brooks and Marcus Jonas. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Your face is coming straight to your ears A podcast network that's changing gears Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat A family of pods that are bringing the heat There ain't no stopping us Keep coming back to us Sick ass pods that'll make you hush www.hushyourface www.hushyourface www.hushyourface.com